and uh, we will um, we will obviously indulge in that. But before we do, as always, we like to discuss how well we're doing, how was the last week, and talk about video games and all that stuff. So, with that said, Josh, how are you doing, and how was your week? So this week has actually been a very fun week, oddly enough, uh, for two reasons. One, I got to go to the shooting range again, um, which I do slightly often, like maybe once a month. But uh, this time was a special day because uh, one of my one of my friends knows the guy at the range, and you know sometimes they do like bullet cleanup, and they're able to recase the shells. So we we're basically able to use the reused um, casings that they used. For an extreme discount price. Like, it was like 25 cents mm. per bullet. Oh, okay. Nice. Awesome. And this is uh, 9 mil, I'm assuming? Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. it was like 25 cents, which is pretty big discount, because like, I think it's like a dollar now per bullet. So, you know... The... That is ridiculous. I, it's been a minute since I've been, um, and it seems like every time I do go, the, the price is always increasing, and it's just nuts. Yeah, so like me and like seven other guys, we all pitched in, and I think we shot maybe over ten thousand rounds. Jesus Christ, man! How long were you there for? Uh, it's well, I was there for three hours, um, but they were there longer because they also went to another range. Uh, to because so the one I went to was an indoor range, uh, but uh-huh. there's another range a little further outside of Illinois where you Buffalo could do range or something. Maybe I'm not. I don't remember the place, but you could. It's like an outdoor range, and you could actually use hunting rifles there to like shoot long range yep. targets. So yep. you can also do uh, ski shooting. <clears throat> I think. I, I, th- I think we're thinking about the same place because I've, I've been there. It's a pretty popular one. Yeah. So th- they went there after that, but you know, at the indoor one, we we're there for a while just because you know we had all those pretty, very uh, inexpensive bullets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as it's uh, you know, as long as they fire, that's fine. You know. Uh, just and then uh, make sure you clean the chamber very good afterwards. I mean, you should do that anyway, but yeah. I, I feel like with the, the recycled ones, it might uh, leave a little bit more residue. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, it's like I said, for me, it's been a minute since I've been, um, but uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll get out there soon myself. Um, it almost makes me want to like, like I have, I have a, I know a person, he's like a friend of the family, he makes his own bullets, he has a machine, all that stuff for that. I'm like, it almost makes me want to do that myself because it seems interesting, maybe sometimes complicated, but it seems cool and saves you money. <laughs> it would save, if you are an enthusiast and you go uh, frequently, it would definitely save a ton of money, hands down. Um, yeah, that would be an interesting kind of cool little, I don't know if you would really, I guess it would be classified as a hobby, but uh, yeah, but that would be just a nice skill, actually, nonetheless. Yeah. To be able to do that for sure. What about you? Well, um, mine may sound a little boring. Uh, I was hoping you would uh, <clears throat> would have taken that and stretched it out a little bit. Um, but uh, for me, it's been mostly a very heavy gaming week. Um, and to many surprise, um, for those that do listen to our podcast or just know me in general, it wasn't for a while. <laughs> Um, so I guess in, in a many way, we'll just segue kind of into that. Um, but before we do, I did make a purchase as I said, I would last week and I've already shared it with you, but for those that can't see at home, I did actually go out and purchase Ta-da! Ring, Fit. Ring Fit Adventure for the Switch. So I have not yet played it, but I mean, my copy of playing it, 
but um, that's because something else is currently taking my time. But I will start doing this. I'm looking forward to that uh, for another just just another way to you know, as the game specifically says, stay fit. Um, um, did, did, but I'm glad so, I picked it up. So you bought that at GameStop, right? I did. How much was it? Uh, retail, what was it, 80? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's still it, relatively you know, pricey. Yeah, it is what it is. And um, I rarely ever, ever, ever do this. And even though we talked about the durability of the ring itself and how good it is, I did go ahead and buy the warranty on it just for shits and giggles. Yeah, whenever it's like a gadget like that, you always go to buy the warranty. Like, well, if a disc yeah. or whatever, skip it. But with that, you can yeah. definitely get it. Yeah, so I got a two year on it. Um, I feel I think it was like eight bucks only. So, you know, uh, so I did do that because uh, to your point with the disc and everything, I just no, <laughs> you're not getting my extra fifty cents or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I need these quarters for my parking permit. Um, so with that said, uh, bought that, and uh, I did also buy a set of headphones with the mic built in for PS Five. Which I'm against because, like, you're wearing, you know, you have the muffled earphones, and I'm always against that because, like, how I talk about the anxiety with not being able to hear. I still am able to hear, so I guess that they're okay. Um, and the sound is actually um, really nice. I, I don't know which model it is I got, but I think it's kind of like the standard PS5 one. But anyway, um, with that said, without further ado, because I was complaining about it last week, um, I finally. Got my claim settled and got my collector's edition of Octopath Traveler to finally in. So I have been binging that shit like crazy. So, um, so wait, what happened with, was it just delayed shipping or was it stolen? What happened? Uh, they didn't really say, but I don't care. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I think um, I'm going to guess it probably was delayed because it probably got lost somehow. So I think me filing the claim did help because I, I, I'm, I could be wrong on this, but I'm thinking it forced them to have to investigate a little bit. Um, but I only, well, not that I only, but I was probably going to put it in regardless, but I expedited, I guess you could say my claim because uh, I made a Twitter post about it after our podcast last week, just because I'm like, okay, something's not right here. It's been telling me it's been sitting at the same point for days. Now, I know that can happen, yes, but since it's a new release, I feel other people got it. Um, I'm like, nah, there's got to be something more to this. So I think by me putting that claim in, her Twitter um, feedback from their customer service uh, may have helped. I don't know. That's that's what I'm going to bank on, but who knows, right? Um, but nonetheless, I got it. And uh, immediately start fucking playing it. <laughs> and they uh, come with the collector's edition, like what, what so. Yeah, good. It? Actually, great question. So inside, like, I'm not gonna really open it now, but there, uh, maybe I should try. Um, there is like a a miniature buff of like all the characters, which I don't really even know all the characters yet. There's a CD, um, which by the way, I was probably gonna say this anyway, but I. Fucking love the track. Like the sound and the music is um, phenomenal. Um, and then um, here, I'll just lift it up. The miniature busts for those that can't, for those that are listening and do not have viewing pleasure. But 
the miniature bust of every character of the that you would eventually recruit for your party. And then lastly, a very boring looking art book, but the art is, you know, pretty cool. Yeah. And they kind of have like two per character <clears throat> and a world map. So that really is all the collector edition is. But of course, me being the fan I am, I needed it. Much like you and your destiny, which I believe we'll get into here shortly as well. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, well, you know, with the trafficking thing, you know, uh, we, we, we both were waiting for collector's editions this week. You with Octopath, me with Destiny, the collector's edition. I, at least in my area, I hate FedEx. They are the worst delivering company of all time. Because if it wasn't for my ring doorbell, I wouldn't have known the package was there. And also, when I looked at the ring doorbell, he went from the truck and threw my package at my stairs. He didn't even go like two. He just chucked it at my stairs and left it. That was it. And I was like, good thing. I would, yeah. I would have been pissed. Luckily, you know, Bungie, the people that made it, they wrapped it in like extreme styrofoam. Really yeah, like nice. it, it was like super pristine. But like if it wasn't packaged well, anything inside that would have been broken. Ugh. So to that point with good packaging, uh, I don't know if it's exactly Squeenix or, you know, whoever they, they commissioned to do it. My package was packed well as well. Um, to your point, styrofoam corners, all of it. So, so that that was good. Um, but sorry if I spoiled it, and you want to give uh, your your you know your game and destiny. But um, I we, I feel like we've both been uh, living in a week of euphoria with our new games. You actually longer than me because not the same game, but you also were very uh, inundated with uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, so now it's my turn to uh, play something that I was very much anticipating, and uh, I've already um, put in 19 hours uh, over the course of a work week, so that's kind of saying a lot. So you and I actually have a flip story on this. So I've been looking okay. forward to Lightfall for a very long time, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the conclusion of the light and dark story leading up to something new. The story so far... It seems like Bungie forgot how to write stories because they're introducing things that they've never talked about and act and the characters in the game act like they know what it is and the players us were like we've never heard of this before where, where is this coming from it's like the veil and it's just weird it's like they want to understand what the veil is but yet they never explain what the veil is <laughs> and so it, it's super disappointing and also Ooh. at the end of the story you really do not get any conclusion but supposedly. Bungie said they did that on purpose because they want the story to play out the whole year. And I'm like, no, you should have given us the conclusion right here at the beginning and then play that conclusion, like the, you know, the final battle out as the seasons expand. But no, they're like, no, we're going to keep the full story going. I'm like, you, you guys, you guys dropped the ball on this one. This was supposed to be your biggest moment for six years leading up to it. And it feels like a massive disappointment for me. Wow, and I've never and said that about any of the other ones. Like Witch Queen was fantastic. The story was challenging. The story was good. This one was a major downgrade since since that one. Wow, and they're uh, under the Activision umbrella, right? No, they are oh? now under Sony. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, so, that's right, Bungie. That's right. Because we did mention the flip. How they used to be yeah. um, Microsoft. That's and, right. and I don't want to diss it too hard because like there is quality of life improvements, like you know, uh, better stat tracking as like a player, individual accolades. Um, also, kind of giving like a player ranking. Like if you're a good player, they'll rank you better, or like all your long staying achievements. Um, also, 
the new ability strand. It's also kind of fun, but I'm not sure if it's fun because it's a novelty item or if it's actually useful. So, so outside that disappointment, let's talk just straight physical. How do you feel about the collector edition that you purchased? So, this is going to sound really stupid. The collector's <laughs> edition, I knew I wasn't going to get a lot. It was $250, okay. and it came mm-hmm. with a like a 16, 18-inch uh, figure that lights up LED, whatever. But what I was most interested in was the three lore books that came with it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and usually the lore books add like insane detail, adding to the story that most people don't get. <clears throat> mm-hmm. These lore books are basically the same telling of the story that we already know. Mm. So I mean the the packaging, the books, and all the stuff look amazing, but the story I felt the or the lore okay. that I was reading, it it just it felt like there was no new things added. Gotcha, interesting. Mm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> but at, at, at the same time, because of that, another game that I've been dissing for the longest time for at least the last four years, Call of Duty, has mm-hmm. got me back in its clutches because I've been mm-hmm. playing ranked non-stop this whole last week mm-hmm. um except for tuesday when destiny came out so i could play that mm-hmm. and dude I've, I've been enjoying rain play like I, I i'm not sure if you're a competitive player but i was at one point so like i actually was on a team competing in tournaments and all that stuff um and i haven't had this much fun in rank play since like black ops 2 which was like 2012 hmm. and which version is this modern warfare 2 modern warfare 2 part 2 <laughs> Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 2.0. <laughs> 2.2. 2. Um yeah, no, I, I it's funny because now we we have the luxury of talking about of course I could have asked you about it on the side, but I, I did notice your tweets and, and such and I was a little confused. I'm like, man, this guy was like you know, hung ho over destiny and it seemed like Water on the bridge, like like that meme of uh of uh Andy from Toy Story where he drops the, <laughs> the old toy and the new toy. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, especially since I was like on a Hogwarts bench for like two and a half weeks straight, and then Destiny, the one thing I've actually been looking forward the one to thing for all I, year. Like that's that's your wow to like in my opinion. I mean, for as long as I known you, at least you know that's what I always thought. But um, damn, that's a that's a ball buster, man. Um, you know, it really is because, like, like I said, I've I've enjoyed Destiny. And I've even defended it during its worst years. Like, Curse of Osiris probably might have been its worst, or people say it's its worst. But at least mm-hmm. it offered a good linear story, and even if it's like side lore, you were able to get that. This one, it's like the story just went right over their heads, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to introduce things, but we're not going to tell you what those things are." Like, you're already supposed to know. I'm like, "No, no one knows this. I'm a lore enthusiast, and I don't even know it." So it's like. <laughs> That's uh yeah, that's that's crazy. Um wish I could comment on that further, but um yeah, that's that's just shitty. Um for me, let's go back and talk about me now. <laughs> uh no, Octo, like I said, I'm 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 loving it. It's 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 rare as as you would probably also know too, it's rare for me to just drop something like wow and, and like legit I haven't played a second of it since I've gotten this game. Um, and you know, be so ecstatic about something is it's just it's just awesome. So, um, yeah, nineteen hours deep. Um, I've recruited I think five of the eight characters so far as of last night. Um, it's overall a total upgrade across the board. Even like I didn't really read a lot of the reviews, but it's kind of reviews are somewhat funny because like the ones that I have seen, they kind of um resonate my same assessment. Like it's it's 
and like an increase in everything across the board, which is very interesting from the last one. And uh, but yet somehow it received a lower rating than the first one. <laughs> like it makes no sense. It's like how how do you say it's better across the board, and then give it a lower rating than the first? But whatever, that 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 doesn't matter. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say why I think it is, but I'll wait until after. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so um, like you know, I can't just like put out a pedestal and not say a negative thing. So I will say one negative thing. <laughs> and, and um. And it is a really small cosmetic one, but it's something that I feel like I don't know how you cannot achieve this um, in today's day of age. But like with with uh, much like any RPG, when you have a character, they usually have a particular class associated associated with them. And like the first game, this one, there's you could have a, a subclass, right? Um, and then when you equip that subclass in in battle, the character's look changes. Um, so they would look more like their cosmetic, or I'm sorry, they look more like their sub job rather than their regular look. With that said, for whatever reason, it only carries over into battle. Whenever you're running around in the overworld, it's still their primary look, their primary job. Which to me, just like you couldn't fix that. Like it's it's kind of minor, but at the same time, it's like you have it in the battle. Like just carry over to the real world you know it's for or, story and the, purposes and then, and, and then the other part is like well then that would also then also carry over to cutscenes right and then it's not in the cutscenes like i've seen games do it before so as beautiful as the game is as as, as well as it plays the, the score so far the stories um that's my one negative feedback so far for, from the game well do you um, think the reason why that is because it's all pre-rendered already compared to like live rendering because that like games like hogwarts legacy that w did like live cutscenes like that that adapted to your character's customization is all happening in the game at that same time compared to when a game already has it already laid out beforehand is that why the cosmetics doesn't change i mean i guess so yeah short answer but then just don't do that <laughs> well some <laughs> just... some games like Octopath and Fortune, where it's more like a 2.5D game, Correct. they're they're just so used to pre-rendering because they're more known for story than actually cosmetics. <laughs> yeah, and like, and, and that's why I did, you know, actually say like it, it's a it's a minor negative. It's but it is one that it's just just like ah, you would love to see it. Could've, it could have been a perfect ten, but you're a nine point nine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving it so much. Uh, uh, once again, of all the character stories that I've uh, experience I've I've liked. I could kind of see how they may intertwine already. Um, much like the first game, uh, I felt like all the characters are likable. The difference with this game, though, I feel like they're still likable, but I feel like they most of them have a little bit more of a darker tone to them. Versus in the first game, they were all like likable, but they didn't have that like dark tone to them. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and and yeah, I've been streaming every single minute, every single minute that I've played. You have seen it on stream, or you can see it on stream. Uh, I don't know how my audio is. I haven't gone back and, and looked at them. It, it might be dog shit. I don't know compared to me doing this podcast, me doing well, but um, but that's okay. Um, I think. <laughs> so how how would you rank Octopath Two out of the other two you played? Like, is Octopath Two the best Octopath compared to Champions of the Continent in the first one, or do you like Champions of the Continent better? It's like choosing your favorite kid, right? Um, <laughs> There's always one that you like more. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, so I haven't finished two, right? So I think 
and this may be a little odd. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm actually going to say Champions of the Continent. I like more than one. But 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 it's, it's well, you it's like it more like, than one. It, it, the first one. It's not like I'm putting it this far off. I'm just saying, like, there's like you know, like like yeah, it's it's it was done pretty well, and I've been enjoying everything that I've done in that game. And the reason why I say that is because I've gotten more story out of it, right? And and, and more characters. Like they really took that world and just boom, blew it up, and said, "Oh, that NPC standing over there, we're gonna make him a playable character and give him a bigger backstory and do this and do that." And it's like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. But not like it doesn't seem forced, if that makes sense, right? Um, so two, I'm still experiencing, right? Um, I don't know how many chapters every character has. It's gonna be either probably four or five, I think. Is the combat still the same as like turn based? Uh, yep, combat is exactly the same. Um, but they have added a couple new things, which I think they've probably knew in advance, and they kind of borrowed from Champions of the Continent. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but yes, so far it's been all the same thing. Um, what I'm waiting, I, I really want to go on message boards and like read other people's experiences and their theories and stuff like that, but I do not want to do that until I finish it. But I know a big thing, even before the game even came out, is if part one and two are at all connected. And oh, they're the not connected. Of- well, the name of the worlds are not the same. So part one, I think, is called Orstera, if I'm saying that correctly. And this one is called Cilicia. So wait, hold on. Are they actually on different planets or different continents? That's what I want to kind of find out, but I don't want to, like, spoil anything, right? So I want to play it through because, okay, so... Well, here, let me ask this question first. So sure. is Ch- Champions of the Continent on the same continent as the first one? Yeah, Champions Contest is is supposed to be a prequel to one. Oh, it's a pre okay. Yeah. Right. Um so yes, that is the same exact uh by far one by one world. This one, people uh we're not really sure. But like through my play so far, I guess spoiler no spoiler, I don't know if anybody's really gonna <laughs> know if they listen to us or not, but uh they do use some same um ideologies, I guess as the first game, if that makes sense. Like, the religion aspect of it. It's the same. So it's like, hmm, are they connected or not? Or they're just using certain things, like Final Fantasy, for example. They're not connected, but every Final Fantasy has chocobos and moogles, right? Like, you know, it's their thing. So, is that like a reoccurring theme in Octopath? Or, as I play, maybe the connection will kind of bring, you know, kind of come together. So, anyways, that's a big thing. Um, the only, I guess now that I'm talking more about it, um, and as passionate as I've been, uh, either because I'm already so, um, how can I put it, um, knowledgeable and I understand the fighting system, this game also appears to be a little bit easier than part one so far, but I'm still in the beginning. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I do like a challenge. And that's why I think I also like part one so much because other people hate this. But the fact that I had to stop at multiple points and and forcefully had to grind because I couldn't win a battle, like a boss battle, I liked that. Um, So far, I did not have to do that in this game. Uh, Maybe had to do with my uh, immediate strategic... um, 
character selection at the start because like at the very start you know you get to choose who you start with right and then that's where you begin your journey so i read like all their little synopsis i'm like "Mm, which one sounds more interesting and the one that i liked the best also turned out to be the scholar and the benefit of being a scholar is they have an ability at the start of every battle they identify a weakness so it's i wouldn't say easy mode but really at the start of every battle you're like oh i know that um that mob is weak to swords so i know i could use swords to do more damage and then you know it's very helpful um so it could be that as well but uh nonetheless it's it's um still fun i'm hoping the end of the game has a really really hard boss battle because part one had um and i've played my fair share of rpgs but by far had one of the hardest end end boss battles of all games that i've played um, and it was really rewarding to finally win. So do you think they're going to take a little bit of triangle strategy here where, let's say, you, you beat the game right the first time, and it's yeah. obviously whatever you unlock. Do you unlock all the characters the first playthrough, or do you have to play it again? No, okay. no, no. It, it's, it's all one playthrough. <clears throat> so, so that's why I was kind of shaking my head, <laughs> shaking my head while you are asking that question. No, it's, it's nothing like triangle strategy in that regard, which uh, I slapped myself. I still never finished that game. <laughs> Because I was going to say, some uh, people like Triangle Strategy for the fact that your second playthrough is actually still worth it because you're actually continuing more story, and it's even harder. Um, it, it, it is a novel concept, uh, to be honest. And, and I think um, um, you have to, well, I shouldn't say have to, but you're more inclined to play it more than twice, more than two playthroughs. So, um, I mean, once again, that that's a cool aspect. I, I, I'm actually pretty attracted to it. I just never... Got around to um, to to really in, indulge in it like I do with Octopath. Um, so um, so yeah, I'm just I, I can't wait. Uh, I'm not looking to really uh, force this podcast to move any faster, but uh, but yeah, I just can't wait to dive back in tonight and all day Saturday and mostly all day Sunday. <laughs> so how long like in the game are like so you know with Hogwarts Legacy, you know they're saying it's yeah. like 200 hours to complete every yeah. single thing. Um, mm-hmm. How much time will it take to complete Octopath, and how much time are you in currently? That is a fantastic question. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure that number might be out there, and I don't want to look it up if it is. Um, I would say a chapter, on average, takes an hour to 90 minutes. So, there's eight characters. I don't know how many chapters there are. Well, for sake of purpose, let's say five. Even that's forty hours. That's just completing chapters, right? Um, there's side quests, which um, some are easy, um, some are a little bit more thoughtful. Um, and I'm gonna do my damnest to not look anything up. I'm gonna sit there and struggle. Um, and then beyond side quests, if it's like anything like Octo One, there's like a a long form side. Quest or chain of side quests that aren't really being tracked, but they lead to like that's what lead led to the final major battle of the game, which is once again it, it was kind of like a read a read between the lines storyline that I personally enjoyed, but a lot of people probably didn't like. Um, but I did. I, I liked the cryptic nature of that storytelling. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have that in this game or not. Um, and lastly, trophies. I didn't get trophies in Octo One, so you add all that time together. <clears> I'm thinking 
I'm thinking at least 80. So you're yeah. actually going to go for the Platinum and Octopath Travelers too? 110%. <laughs> so do you know, because I actually, well, while you're talking about this, I actually looked at my phone because I see that Octopath Travelers is on, or Octopath Travelers 2 is on PS4 and PS5 for $6. Um, and I was looking to see if the first one's on there because I know it was on Xbox, that's on PC and Nintendo. But I was like, it'd be kind of cool to have all the whole series in one like go. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know if uh, the first one's coming to PS5 or PlayStation? I not that I know of. I um, I never looked because I because to your point, I know one initiated on Switch, which was interesting. But um, it was a game that I had to get when I saw it. Um, and then you had mentioned they added it to Xbox um, Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think was the same time as Steam, or maybe Steam was before Xbox. Both I'm not same sure. Time. Same time, right? And uh, ironically enough, PlayStation never got it. <laughs> and uh, but now this one is on across all platforms. So Queenix is weird. <laughs> um, I, 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 I I don't know that answer. I don't. Because um, like I. I... I, I said I was going to play Octopath Travelers 1. I haven't played it yet, even though it's on Game Pass. It's free. And unfortunately, they just took it off of Game Pass, so <gasps> I can't play it anymore. But that's oh. fine, because I actually... I, if I was going to play it, now that 2 is out, I'd want to play through the whole series back-to-back. And so now you're saying it's also on Xbox, right? Octopath Travelers 2? Correct. I'm, all, I'm, I'm almost positive it is. So, I'm, sorry if, I'm sorry if it's not. Let me check. Hold on. Or you could check, too. Yeah, you could you talk, I'll check. Because I was gonna say, like, as much as I would play it on Xbox, because it's Square Enix game and I do like trophy hunting, I wanna play it on PlayStation more than Xbox. Uh it's, it's just uh, for some reason, like, you know, there's certain games where it's like you have to play it on that system because you just get the better experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's a Square Enix game. Most likely it's gonna perform better on PlayStation. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm not sure if that's true with this game because the first one wasn't on PlayStation. <laughs> okay, so got got the answer. It says four days ago. It is unfortunately omitted the Xbox this time around. Wait, so they, that that's such a stupid idea that they split the series on both consoles. <laughs> that, uh, Squeenix, man. They're a very complicated company. That is interesting. I, I See, the good thing I looked it up because I... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I thought I recollected seeing it, like, the, you know, when I toggled for a collector's edition, I thought there was an option, but I guess I was seeing things. Yeah, because um, I thought that was just, it was the opposite this time around, where it was actually on PlayStation, not Xbox. That's why I was like, that's and, so weird. And and you're you're 100% correct. It is the opposite. That is so weird. Like, I, these these company <laughs> relationships, man, we talk, we talk about it, you know, every every other podcast, and here's just another another uh, ins- instance of that. Um, yeah, that is so fucking weird. Um, I I I um I don't. I highly doubt it. I extremely highly doubt it. There probably won't be any DLC with this, but that'd be very interesting if they somehow figured out a way. But I, I highly doubt that. So it looks not. Um, it looks like I now have to buy Octopath Travelers One on Xbox and Octopath Travelers <laughs> Two on PlayStation just to get well, the full experience. Well, I mean, I mean one. And I want to Google that. I, I still don't think there's a one on the PlayStation unless they do it later. At, at this current time, I look, they, they don't have. It yeah, either. okay. Because like, if man, see, I, I thought maybe you were you were going to lead into this question, but you know, it was like, hmm, would I play it all over again on PlayStation for trophies? And 
as much as I love the game, I, I don't think I would do that. And the reason why is because even though I like the challenge, but like I, I did it, right? I did it on a Switch. Um, I got my badge of honor, which is basically your title screen. You get a little crown over the logo. Like that's your badge of honor. That's how you know you you beat beat the game. Um and to 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 go through all that again on on PlayStation, I mean it might be a fun adventure again, but uh, but yeah, I think immediately I would say no. But you never know. Maybe I'll have a boring bored day and I'll be like, you know what, fuck it, let's go. That's, that's <laughs> the one thing that sucks about long games. Like even if they're good, it's like, dude, going through it again is just it's too much of a time sink. Like same thing with Hogwarts Legacy. Like you know, I, I platinumed it, but I was like, do I want to complete all the other three houses hundred percent? I'm like. No, I'm yeah, <laughs> I mean the time sink the second time around obviously wouldn't be as bad, right? Because I I, I would know, right? But that first go around was um, like a whole new play style. Like I never played an RPG turn based that had that um, function that way. Um, Lies, oh, Fire Emblem. I've never played Fire Emblem. You haven't? I thought you did. No, no, never played a Fire Emblem. Interesting. Never. Okay, never mind. It's funny because my uh, my friend Rob's was actually surprised by that too, because it it plays well. That plays like triangle strategy, right? It's like a it's like a turn based um, um, strategy game, right? It's like you get the little chessboard and you move your characters around. I mean, this doesn't. This is your traditional RPG where it's turn based, but like what I liked about this is like you know, like I said, they they kind of have the 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 weak points and you have to figure them out. And then you have like the counter where you could break them to deal more damage, and you know it was, it was a different concept, which I which I thoroughly enjoy. So, um, but yeah, uh, I think um, I said a lot about Octo, and uh, <laughs> and now we'll, I'll probably end up uh, talking about it again. It's funny. Um, I don't know if he might be watching, but uh, uh, Nightwing of Hyrule actually uh, rated me. I forgot if it was yesterday or the other day, and he was checking it out. And he was saying he was thinking about buying it, so I was like, "Yeah, you know, get your hands on it." That'd be a good so, game for um, him to play because he does all those single player games, and he talks about with this chat. So that'd be a, yeah. a, a cool pickup for him to play. I'd like to see it. Yeah. So, um, and it's just, it's just like, it's a beautiful looking game, man. Like, it's, it's like, um, I mean, you obviously seen a lot what the graphics look like, but uh, well, I mean, it has it's the old bit... Final Fantasy look to it too, and I mean, it's, it's just nostalgic it, right there. <laughs> it's nostalgic, but it's also like you know the the two D HD. Uh, it's like soothing, relaxing. I love it, man. I love it. So going back to <laughs> weird company relationships. Sure. So you know how I was one hundred percent with Xbox and Activision taking over. Uh-oh. Since, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> since, Uh-oh. since I've been playing ranked play on PlayStation and it's got me like really like invested right now where I want to almost buy like a scuff slash dual sense edge controller, which is like two hundred dollars, just so mm-hmm. I can play and you know shoot and jump at the same time. I'm like, if they go to Xbox, this is a two hundred dollar investment I'm only gonna have for one year and I don't know if I need to do it. And I'm just like, but I wanna play and compete. So I'm like Obviously, you know, they said that it would be 10 years, so it would be on PlayStation, but I'm just like, do I want to take the risk? I agree with that deal. They never did. Most likely it's going to go through. But then at the same time... No, 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 not not, not that deal. I'm talking about the the Sony-Xbox agreement. Oh, even if they don't sign, I'm pretty sure Xbox would keep it there just because... Ooh, that's what else I wanted to share with you. It was kind of... You know how we always... Or, like... 
in our earlier days of the podcast, we always had that string of talking something into fruition. <laughs> and and I saw I saw it on Twitter. I'm not going to look for it right now. But I forgot who posted it, but they're like, it's time for PlayStation to bring back these IPs. And they listed Killzone. Um, what was the other one? Uh, I forgot the second one, but then Resistance. And I was like... Hmm. Was it SOCOM? I think so. Yeah, SOCOM I think so. was a good game. Yeah, I think so. But um, now, now that, so now I, that was... I thought that was funny, and it, it came from like it came from like um, n- not Sony, but it came from like some company or something. Or you know what I'm saying? Like maybe not even IGN, but something like that. And I just thought it was funny. It was like, oh, because you know I'm always screenshotting, show, showing you shit. And I was like, ah, oh, yes, please, Resistance, bring it back. <laughs> as much as I would love to see Resistance too, like the the likelihood of it coming back is like basically zero at this point. Like Ratchet and Clank is still popular. And now Insomniac's working on Spider-Man and, and Wolverine. I don't think they're going to pick up another game. Or bring back another game. But yeah, going back to what I was saying is that because of my current investment in just competitive shooting, like Destiny 2, even though I just trash-talked it, I'm still going to play Trials in Destiny. And obviously, even if I bought a controller, it'd still be worth it just for the Destiny point. So I think because of my want to compete at a high level right now, I may spend the, you know... Go ahead and buy a two hundred dollar controller just so I could play at a good level. Nice. So like, um, I've never really watched you play, um, well, anything remotely competitively. So I don't think I have. Oh, dude, watch um, the last three streams, and you would no, see because no. you know what I've been doing the last three days. No, I'm saying like if you want to see my competitive spark, like I've been watching yeah. a friend play. She was playing yeah. ring play, then it got me into it, and then it just like reignited my competitive spot. And from, I, I think maybe I started Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember what day I started. I was trash. I didn't know what I was doing. From then to now, even without like a, a good controller to like jump shot and do all, all things that all these people are doing, my game has improved basically 100%. And with that controller, it's going to just keep going better and better. And I'd love to see myself go back to my Call of Duty Ghost days in 2014, where basically I looked like I was an aimbot. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> this might just well, be a temporary I mean, spark. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it shouldn't be, man. Maybe you should go hard. Like, I mean, you you obviously very passionate about it. And well, uh, I shouldn't say I'm passionate. I'm just saying, like, have you ever gotten to like maybe it doesn't have to be video games. It could be sports or whatever. Like, you just get the urge that you just want to compete because it's fun, but you don't want to take it too seriously because once that fun aspect goes away, then it's just going to be a you know, boring, like depressing thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure I have, but like, I mean, when it comes to competitive, like, in all honesty, with video games, like, you know, it used to be like, you know, the the best kid on the block, right? Online didn't exist, right? You're the best kid in the neighborhood. Like, oh, you got to play so-and-so in Mortal Kombat. They're going to kick your ass. That's how it worked back in the day. Once you get online, you learn that you're, you know, you're a minnow in, in a freaking ocean, right? So, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I guess you could say that killed competitive drive very quickly. <laughs> you're like, um, but, <laughs> well, you said it but, perfectly, minnow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the only thing I can compare it to is, like, when, uh, non-video game related, but when I would play basketball, like, to this day, like, I... Like, even if I get back on a court, I'm probably going to be an asshole because I want to win. 
Like, I, I don't need, like, do I need to win? No, because if I lose, I lose. But, like, that drive, like, if you want to see me competitive, put me on a basketball court. <laughs> like, you will, you will see a person that you would not think is in me. I love how, like, I know people, like, you know, they're saying they're onto sports, and obviously competitive doesn't need to just be sports, but every guy has a competitive edge to him. It's just they got to find what that is to unlock it. And once they get that, it's a whole new beast in them. Like, that whole oh, yeah. nice person will disappear, and it's just straight laser focus and oh, I've, win. I've, my, my closest friends in life, we've gotten, we've definitely gotten to shoving, Thankfully, never through fists, but, but that's how that's how heated has gotten. And obviously, verbal altercations is guaranteed. But um, yeah, they fucking it's been heated before. And and that's I mean, if, the it, one if that, it doesn't get heated, it's not competitive. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. So like, um, that's the one thing that I could tell you flat out. Yes, like you will see a different person. Because <laughs> like when I was younger, like when I. Oh. Like I said, when I used to be well, when I used to be playing basketball and football, which was a long time ago, and I should have continued playing. But like when I play like outside street basketball, you know, when I was you know playing D on someone, and I then somebody elbows me in the eye, and I come into the house with a black eye, and I'm like, what happened? I'm like, it's basketball. She's like, it looks like got into a fight. I'm like, that's just how it is. <laughs> and then same thing when I got tackled on the grate and it hurt my back. She's like, what happened? I'm like, got tackled in football. They're like, you should stop yeah. playing it. <laughs> No, that is 100% true. And that's like, so like I used to, and I don't know if I've shared it. I don't think I've shared this on the podcast, but uh, pretty sure I probably did it on my streams. But anyway, I'll try to give a very short short version. But uh, I used to, I was horrible, very horrible basketball. I'm not saying I'm amazing because if I was, I'd probably be in the NBA or somewhere. But um, I, I, I sucked. I was the epitome of a white boy trying to play basketball. But um, my neighbor at the time, um, when I lived in your neck of the woods, um, he bought a, um, a rim. He bought a basketball. So, uh, every day we'd get home from school and we would roll out the rim in the alley and play every fucking day until after <clears throat> the sun was down. Um, and I sucked. I sucked. But doing that, I got better, uh, better, 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 better. And, uh, and uh yeah i i got very competitive with it um and i i think you get also you get competitive when you realize you're good at something right um oh, when you because, see improvement cause, yeah because at the start like i there was times i didn't want to play but my neighbor really like thankful for him like he was the good one right mm. and he was like oh i'll take i'll take steve i'll take steve even though I'm, I'm the run i'm the one that's gonna fuck up i'm gonna double dribble like you know i didn't know how to do shit um, but anyways, leading, uh, fast forward, you know, since I did get good, I was like, oh, maybe I'll actually do something with it and try out for the high school basketball team. Um, so I did and foul, foul, foul. I'm like, what the fuck you mean foul? And, uh, and I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I got so, so angry. I just, I walked out. I'm like, I, like, I. Like, I was still good, right? But I couldn't play, you know, formulated basketball. I couldn't play. Like, I was so accustomed to street ball, to your point. It wasn't a foul unless you were bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the only time someone's like, okay, it's a foul. Give him the ball, let him take some shots, do something. Busted lip, 
that's a foul. But when I was in, 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 in school, it was like, foul. What? No! Dude, it, it's, it's amazing. I, mean, I, know, I, I know this now that it's a foul, but, but that's another thing that, like, I, I, I guess you could say I can't stand with, like, even NBA. Like, I, I'm, I still like it. I still like it a lot. But, like, I don't know. So the one thing that I respect about the NBA, that so the, when I look at street ball versus NBA, I look at two different things. I look at NBA as like a chess game versus a street uh, street basketball as like actually playing basketball. Because when you're playing NBA, you have to be strategic with how you place yourself. Because you know people say they can, you know people complain like oh they're calling fouls. That's the point of the game. You want to play the rules. Well, like when you're setting yeah, up yeah, picks. Yeah, and, yeah, yes and no because like. <clears throat> To your point, like I wouldn't say it's part of the rules. That's that that's not true. But to your point, that yes, like there'll be players that lean in to get the foul when they would never have gotten fouled if they didn't lean in. Like what? So the one, like, I'm sorry, because the one thing I learned when I was playing on a team, which I hated doing because the coach wanted me to play a position I didn't want to play. But he, mm-hmm. the coach, t- basically showed me how to set up for a pick to get a charge foul on me, so we can get a free shot. Yeah, and then it's just like strategic stuff right there that's cool about NBA that you don't get in street ball because in street ball you can play no. hard and rough and you just call and one when you make a shot. But when you're NBA, or when you're playing actual rules, you can do smart moves like you know setting up for that pick just to get a quick foul or you know setting up where they could uh, travel and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it's it's just yeah. both both or, sides or, are cool or, 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 or kind of force defensive uh, uh, violations and yeah no you you're a hundred percent correct. Um, but um, but yeah, to answer your question, yes, I have been very competitive <laughs> with something. Just wasn't games, um, but yeah, that basketball definitely will do that for me. Um, it is funny though that I'm when sure. I was competitive from like basketball and football, and when I stopped playing it, it immediately switched to Call of Duty and video games. <laughs> and I think that might have been my downfall. I'm like, I shouldn't continue playing basketball because that's what I really like doing. But because mm-hmm. I have flat feet and also allergies, and it would just be hard. So. Realistically, was it meant for me? No, but I like playing it. But yeah, I probably. I mean, that was that was what I kind of had to overcome too. Uh, Not well, not allergies, but um, you know, dare I say a deficiency? But like you know, because I do have asthma, so um, with playing basketball, you know, obviously you got to be very conditioned. Um, So, like whenever I would play that first game, I I would I would be absolutely winded for sure, hundred percent, and and I kind of have to sit out. Um, but thankfully, for whatever reason, after that that game that I would sit out, I could go all day. Like I, I, I will be a fucking machine. The only thing that also sucked, and uh, even the the few and far between times that I've played recently in my life, and I had this issue too, as young as I was in high school. Um, and as much as I didn't really like LeBron, I, I kind of fell for him. <laughs> uh, because uh, no, so, so as I as I finish this up, he's my man. <laughs> he's, he's your man. Is uh, I would I would also get leg cramps when I would play. Um, mm. and 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 if that happens, game over. Like done, absolutely done. Like there's no recovery from that. And uh, and and I've tried. Uh, uh, just so, I feel like I've tried just about everything. So I feel like it's like one of those DNA things. Um, but you know, I'd obviously hydrate. I mean, back in the day, we're fucking bust off the holes in the alley, you know, drinking. So I've always felt I was hydrated, uh, did Gatorade. I even tried doing potassium tablets beforehand. Um, and at some point, it, it'll eventually happen. Like, I'll I'll go for a rebound, 
and it just locks up and convulses and it is extremely painful. So with that said, as much as I'm not a big LeBron guy, I used to see sometimes he would cramp up in his games. I'm like, okay, I feel you. Uh, not good. Um, yeah. so, and, and that's what yeah. sucks too. Like, you know, same thing when you watch like big guys like Shaq or Yao Ming, when they run and you see their knees come down buckle, you're like, oh, he's probably out. Yeah, yeah, you could you could uh, have sympathy pains for them for certain things, yeah. So, so, continuing on to the thing, because Ivan's actually in chat, he said, do either of you guys play 6v6? And I asked what he meant by that, and he says, in a MOBA, which is a massive battle arena. So, oh. I'm not sure if you want to consider Call of Duty MOBA, which I don't think it is, but uh, no, I usually play mm-hmm. 4v4, 2v2s. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't consider that a MOBA. I mean, I thought... Um, like Pokemon Unite or something? Exactly, but that's only three on three, right? Well, th- there's some that are like uh, 6v6, like League of Legends, Dota, oh. uh, Smite. Oh, well, I think Smite. I don't know if Smite's 6v6. It might be 5v5. I think even when uh, Heroes of the Storm was out, that was only three. No, that was only one-on-one. Man, I don't remember. But no, I, I don't... I don't uh partake in MOBAs it's a cool concept it really is I just never gravitated towards it yeah same it looks like, cool like I love watching League yeah. of Legends still like even though I would never play the game because playing it's boring to me but seeing like the competitive you know three lane pushes with certain characters like, and champions like to, it's cool like to also talk about I mean there's obviously a very large uh, level of, uh, of you know being um, you know really good at it but like um, talk about being a chess game like those those games really are very chess like it's funny that you mentioned chess because like people i I, well i love chess right um i I thought it was cool but whenever i hear people like talk on the street like oh chess is boring chess is stupid but then i look on twitch and i realize it's popular i'm like oh people are just lying in the real world and they, they actually are interested in chess because even though it's a very stationary game you feel super competitive because you're trying to outthink your opponent and there's like a, a weird good feeling about that <laughs> not only that but like you're not thinking i mean dare i say it this way a good chess player isn't thinking about the next move thinking about, the, move about you... the next 10 moves <laughs> yeah I or mean, they're trying to set you up they're like i already have this play you're gonna move these four moves i'm gonna set you up for a checkmate and we're done yeah like uh what... i'm trying to think about what that there's a girl recently i was watching she is like i, I guess oh, she's no. a professional now uh, but she checked me a grandmaster in like two moves because I guess she like I guess the guy underestimated her and he moved his pawn out leaving his king open. Which I'm like, this guy is like what rank fifty four thousand? I forgot how they rank him in chess. Uh, and he was like underneath Magnus Magnus Carta, I think his name is, and he got checkmate in two moves. I'm like, how do you do that? How how are you like basically top grandmaster and you lose this up and coming person like that? <laughs> I mean, to your to your point, uh, kind of like cockiness and underestimating, and uh, you know, you, you, as I like to say, you're being too cute. Um, I would say that in basketball too. Sometimes, like, do that for being too cute for. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I wonder if that's a Chicago thing because I I the only people I've heard that from is Chicago people, and that's usually from basketball. Really? Yes, really, yes. Usually, it's you're either being cheeky or you're being smart. The I mean, I've heard the I've term. Heard I've, I've heard the term cheeky, but I always thought cheeky was more like a it, it was, Australian thing. Is yeah, it's more from soccer, but translate translate oh, yeah, more to other stuff. But uh, yeah. you're just being smart or 
you know, whatever. Yeah. Too cute. Yeah, yeah. I've only heard in Chicago basketball. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense as to then how or why I picked it up, but I it never dawned on me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, let's see what else were we kind of talking about before we kind of <clears throat> stray into topics. Um. I know there was something else I want to talk about. So we talked about our games. We talked about how we're doing. Um, what else do we normally touch base on, Josh? <laughs> you, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're passing that to me. I think we covered it. Like, but we usually cover the games and then like the stuff we're doing or things we're interested in, and then we move on. Then we move on. Huh? Did we, ever, move did on we already forget our template? <laughs> no, I just felt like 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 there might have been something else that we kind of like glossed over we, we we were no we were intending to segue into in this conversation but somehow because we fell off the rails like it's like hmm, what was it there i feel like there's another point i was trying to make here nonetheless water under the bridge it's fine if it comes um, back to you bring it up <laughs> of course of course so uh with that said um we can move on to the first topic before we do all right because it will segue, okay. I mean, spoiler for those that are going to listen. But uh, celebration for Mario Bros. Uh, they're going to move up in a couple days. You know, we get to see it a couple days earlier. I'm, once again, looking forward to it. Um, Pop quiz. Oh. What's Luigi's last name? Mario. Okay. Because there, there's a lot of people that don't realize that the reason, like, Mario's name is Mario Mario, Luigi's name is Luigi Mario, and the yeah, reason like the Mario Brothers, <laughs> yeah, and I, I just thought it was funny. Just like you know, same thing with you know, what's uh, you know, people are like, what's uh, Zelda's name? They're like Zelda. And like, no, what's the guy? The guy? They're like Zelda. No, it's Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 those are like true gamer quizzes, right? Like, <laughs> uh, um, but um, but yeah. So I, uh, they announced that they're moving up a couple days. I don't know really the reasoning behind it. Was it from? April 7th to 5th or something like that? Correct. Correct. So it's from a Friday to a Wednesday. Um, yeah, I'm just, I just still can't wait. I know Mario Day is next week, next Friday. Um, and then the Mario Bros. Direct is next week, Thursday. So we'll probably actually have a lot of information on our next podcast. Or very little, depending if they or, show the or, same or, thing. Yeah, or very little. No, I think, I, think we, I think we'll probably get, we'll probably have a decent chunk. I mean, if they're doing a whole direct just for the movie, I mean, you feel like they got to show us like 20 minutes of the first one. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Have you seen the original um, live-action Mario movie? The Mario Bros. movie? With of course. John? Okay. I just yeah. watched it recently for the first time, and it's hilarious. What? Yes. What? For the first time? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, I totally forget that the 90s I were like a unique... No, I never seen oh, it. Oh, my Lord. Okay. The 90s era was a unique time for, like, live-action movies, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, um, Space well, Who Jam. Framed Roger Rabbit was phenomenal for its time. Oh, yeah, but then, like, as much as Super Mario Brothers got pushed under the rug because of those movies that came out the same time, it was uh-huh. a really funny movie because, uh, what's his name, John Guzmo, whatever his name is? Lu- Louis Guzamo or something like yeah. that? Yeah, he's in yeah. there as Luigi, and he was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, um... <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't remember what my thoughts were when, when that was out. You know, when it came live, I'm sure I was just a little giddy kid. But, um, yeah, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up, but the the comedic part's still there. Just like you know, watching like Stuart Little and all that stuff. It's like it's gotcha. still there. 
for the world. I, 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 I probably sh- I should probably rewatch it. Just I actually want to own it. I think it was on Best Buy on 4K, and I'm like, oh, I, even though it's like crappy production, it's still yeah. like one of those fun things to own. 4K, wow. Um, speaking of like video games and movies, I don't know. If this is here's a fun fact because we didn't mention briefly Zelda here. Uh, there's a movie called simply called Legend. I don't know if you've heard or seen it. Um, but allegedly that movie was the basis for Legend of Zelda. So it's called Legend. When it's just called Legend. Uh, what was it? When does it come it's, out? It's, it, it's pretty old. It's, it's actually Tom Cruise is one of his first movies. What? Yes. So hold on. Legend of Zelda. Nin- might... it, came out, it came out in 1985. So you're saying that this movie might be the basis for The Legend of Zelda. No, I think uh, Miyamoto actually came out and said it. That's what, that's what I'm saying, fun fact. Oh, I was going to say, because that'd be hilarious that Link is actually Tom Cruise in disguise. <laughs> so I don't know if I still own the DVD. I know I did <clears throat> back when I before I moved, and I, I, I legit, unfortunately, just tossed a bunch of DVDs, regular DVDs away, not my Blu-rays. And that was a regular one. I, I, I have to check in some box if I do still have it or not. But uh, But I did own a copy of it just because of that reason. Speaking of um, movies, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Go. That was kind I was of gonna good. say. Speaking of like older movies, uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm like a huge Jackie Chan fan. He's like one of the only actors I like because I, you know, as a kid, I grew up watching karate oh, movies. Jackie like Chan Bruce is Lee a and fucking Chan. world treasure. Not even a national treasure. He's a world treasure. So recently, there's a studio. I can't remember what the studio's name is. It's like you know, kind of like uh, limited runs, whatever. They're mm-hmm. remaking his old movies to like upgraded blu-ray 4k formats and oh, like the whole okay, collection okay. from like you know the 80s to the 90s 90s to 2000s and they're like 90 dollars for like the like volume one volume two and all that stuff and i'm like even though they're pricey i'm like you get like 10 movies in each collection and i'm like i kind of want to do it <laughs> speaking of jackie chan <clears throat> uh i don't know if you know the name of the movie but it's probably some long weird name but i haven't seen it yet but when i saw the trailer i'm like oh, it looks Silly, but also really good at the same time. But it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Oh, the something, the Legend of the Iron Mask or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I think that's it. He's wearing like an old revolutionary coat. And all yeah. Do have you seen that one? Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't your face is saying no. <laughs> the good part was with Jackie Chan versus Arnold, but the rest of the movie was bad. Is this dog shit? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Because they're not the main characters; they're a very minor part. Hmm. But that's how they tried to sell it then. <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn. the whole movie looks like it's around them, but really it's just a couple scenes, and the oh, scenes legit. are good, and then that's it. So you watch the trailer, you saw all of Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That sucks. Well, I guess you saved me some time. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you really want to watch it, you could watch the fight. You could watch them on YouTube, like his part but the rest because of the movie is not about those two people at all because that because that's like a i believe that's a sequel as well too right i don't know oh, okay um uh, but yeah jackie chan man that's i mean how old is he now like 70 but i mean he doesn't look at it but and he's still doing movies but he mostly directs now so this is a weird thing about jackie chan i i i've been a fan of him i've watched almost all of his movies even the really not good ones of him mm-hmm. I th- this can be hurt. This is gonna hurt me to say this, but sometimes I think I overvalue him as an actor. Like he does good in like Rush what? Hour, you know, yeah. uh, what's it called, High Noon or whatever, and with Owen Wilson and all this stuff. 
but not all of his movies are great. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean that that's it's not a hurtful thing to say. I mean it's an it's an accurate assessment. I mean, uh, but like, it, and this is gonna sound awful to say, but are you really watching him for his acting? You no, know what I, I'm I, I, like, well, no. See, that's that's a lot though, because Jackie Chan really can act. I'm not sure if you ever seen the Police Story, like 2013 or the Shinjuku no. Incident, but those no. are two serious movies, and he does a fantastic job in those movies. Yeah. Speaking of Rush Hour, and I think these they, it comes out often, but are they really doing another movie? <clears throat> oh, I don't know. Okay, no, maybe you know. But anyway, but, um, but here, if you want to see if you want to see good Jackie Chan acting, watch The Foreigner, The Shinjuku Incident, and Police Story 2013. Okay, you might have to refresh my memory with a with a Discord message, but but yeah, I'll definitely check one out. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Jackie Chan flick, so. Oh, and uh, uh, The Prisoner, but that was like 1995. Okay. Yeah, because he, he plays like actually serious roles. It's not a comedy. Yes, there's fighting in there, but it's not like his normal stuff. Gotcha. Um, so with that said, um, talking about movies here, it'll be a nice little segue into our first topic. And um, it is, although it's not, I guess, 100% confirmed if for being honest, but came out that um, Detective Pikachu Detective Pikachu 2 may finally be coming uh, who knows, maybe two years, I don't know how long these things take, but um, I um, I hope so, first and foremost. Uh, I loved the first one that we've talked about before, especially when we talk about, you know, We even video seen game. movies together. <laughs> huh? I said we even see yeah. the first one movies together. Yeah, yeah, and um, and we talk about you know video game adaptations all the time on this podcast, and 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 I put it up there. I rank it up there as one of the better ones because um, I I, I love the storytelling. It was, you know, how can I put it? We, we said the word cheeky earlier. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was it was like how. Um, you know, it was, it was to be written, I guess, for kids, but it, it was still adult-like things to Detective Pikachu and, and Ryan Reynolds. But like, there was a nice, wholesome, written story for it that I liked a lot, and it wasn't really like corny. Maybe some people would argue that, but um, I loved it. Uh, it tugged my heartstrings, um, and uh, I don't know what. Part two would be like because I never played the games. I don't know <clears> if it would still be um, like the actual game. They did do a second Detective Pikachu game, right? I think. I, I don't know. I know the first one was just on DS. I don't know if they had a sequel. Yeah, I, 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 I would have to check. But, anyways, uh, no idea what it would be like. I don't even think the same actors may return, but we don't know that. I know that would be weird to not have Ryan Reynolds return as Pikachu. <laughs> well, no, no, that one, that one probably would be a staple. I would think. No, I was thinking about uh, what was the other Justin, guy's name? Justice uh, Smith or something like that. Justice Smith. Yeah, I know. Once upon a time, he said he would love to do it again. I think he will. Like he's playing in another but, movie that's really similar called D and D or Dungeons and Dragons, like uh, Guild of Thieves or whatever. So he seems like he's into movies like that. Yeah. So I, I would love to see him back. I thought I think he did a good job. Uh, the chick on the other hand, eh, I mean, she was okay, but talk about corny. I thought she was a little corny. Oh, the detective uh, girl. Yeah, yeah, she, she was, was the weird. one that was a little like a uh, little over the top. Is that the one that had Psyduck as a side character? Yes. And they were trying to make sure it didn't get a headache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a great movie. 
happy. I loved it. It was good. It was good to see, like, you know, the Pokemon in real reality, live action-ish. And they actually um, did a good job without making it look weird. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, and the comedic touches were, were fantastic. They weren't... Um, I mean, I mean, the Mr. Mime was a little over the top, if you think about it. No, Mr. Mime was so, Mr. Mime was like the I mean, perfect amount of dramatic. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying like, I mean, I mean, for Pokemon, it's over the top, right? But for like us as adults, it, to your point, yeah, it was like the right amount. And then the same thing um, when uh, Pikachu slapped Magikarp so it could evolve. It was like, wake up, and then yeah. it evolved into Gyarados to take out Charizard. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, who knows what what the story would be? But they definitely left Easter eggs in the first one that kind of. Rem- remained unsolved that could give you a catalyst for the sequel and that's uh definitely like a, a team rocket presence right um because that was mm-hmm. evident in the first movie yeah, well, without without even saying that well also the uh the serum right or whatever it was the um, the r thing oh the one to make called. like super mega pokemon or whatever yeah well that that flipped them out right it was like mm. catnip for pokemon <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, so um, I, I I would welcome it with open arms, and and I hope it really does happen. So I, I know you linked it to me on Twitter. I didn't get yep. a chance to read it. So it was is this just a rumor? Like, do they actually have like some so, kind of screenplay written? So apparently, this has happened a couple of times though already. But uh, they have a director and a screenplay writer attached to it. So it, it's suggesting it's green lighted, but. That's been said about other movies that have never shown its face. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, attaching a director in a screenplay writer is is a, is a good step, a large step, but that doesn't mean it comes to fruition, right? I mean, they could do all that work and prep and still may never shoot a scene, right? So, I need to look this up. Is Legendary owned by Warner Brothers? It is, I think. So go back to that bus. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. I think it used to be. I oh, think we talked. I think we talked. Yeah, I think we talked about that on a pod, if I'm not mistaken. If they left, good for them because Legendary Pictures is a company that feels extremely underutilized. Like they have probably like the best like CG in the industry. Like they made God of War, not God of War, Godzilla 2014, King of Monsters. We don't talk about King Kong versus Godzilla because that's COVID and post production wasn't the best. They made you know Warcraft. They made this movie. Like, they've already proven that they're great, but they don't have many projects they work on. No. But but to your point, when they do... They're good. You get quality fucking movies. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and, and that's another valid point. I don't know if they would be behind this one or not. Um, you would hope, because the first one looked amazing. Yeah. Like, from the world itself to the Pokemon flying, the, like, the models. It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, exactly. And, um... Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I don't want I don't know if you have any um ideas or, or what you think could happen, but uh, or what you would want to happen. So if, um one I was perfectly fine with not them just being a one and done. Mm-hmm. Um but if they were to have a sequel it'd be kinda cool to see more of you know, them investigating Team Rocket because in the movie the dad's still dead. Like he didn't turn back, he's still Pikachu, right? No. No, he came out that was uh that was like the ending. Remember, he actually um, met with his son and uh, was going to go see him off. And then he's like, "No, I, can I stay here and you know stay with you?" Oh, so he turned back into human? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I couldn't remember that. Wait, which, 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 um, 
kind of point of uh, how how would they move forward with this because <laughs> he needs you know, again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, uh, I need to become Pikachu again. Can you kind of do that thing? <laughs> or uh, what they could do is have Ryan Reynolds still the main character, but instead of Detective Pikachu, they somehow introduce a Meowth that can talk, and then they oh. work that way. Detective Meowth. And then Meowth mm. works their way in, and they investigate Team Rocket. Then you see like a Jesse and James, and then that's how they meet. But then you also take down Giovanni. Um, I mean, possibilities are endless, of course. But uh, I, I, that that is one thing. Like, because you know, the whole part of the, part one was Pikachu talking. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know how you reintroduce that 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 dynamic to your point, uh, since they Mewtwo officially separated them <laughs> um but uh i'm sure they'll figure it out um but uh, i like that idea of the talk, talk yeah you gotta have a talk in mouth um what else would i like to see i mean obviously love to see a lot more pokemon um storyline wise i think you have to have team rocket at some point i don't know about giovanni but uh um what else would i like to see more of because hmm. they did use a new type of world right i mean we know it's the pokemon world but the town or city right like that was new uh or they unless could, it like, was oh yeah well they showed in the game but oh i don't know about that i didn't play the game yeah exactly. but I, I know one thing they could still do is <clears throat> i don't know well it's been a while since i've seen the movie but like if they want to go back with a serum like what was it those to Torterra Pokemon, they're like giant, massive mountain yeah. Pokemon. Like they could mm-hmm. go basically go to this you know uninhabited island that is basically full of mega Pokemon, like that kind of like um, how they did for the animated series where Ash and his friends went to that one island and the Pokemon were just massive there. Imagine mm-hmm. them like investigating like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, said it just now, but like you know, possibilities are, I guess are endless, right? Um, but you know, being Detective Pikachu, you, you gotta feel like it has to be Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> well, not only that, but you know, it's gotta be a lot of detectiveness. Yeah. Um, um, so I really feel like the Team Rocket Avenue is the way to go. Um, they already got Mewtwo. I don't think they really need to bring Mewtwo back. But who, who else? Could well, they... they could bring Mewtwo back and just introduce Mewtwo meeting Mew again, and then figuring out their origins with Team Rocket and all that stuff. And that's how you get Ryan yeah. Reynolds accidentally going back between their battles, going back to Pikachu. Yeah, that's a possibility. I actually like the idea of then bringing in Mew, and then maybe Mew has something to do with being origin of that serum. Um, hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm, this is going to be a really weird comparison, but I, me- I mentioned this to a couple other people. Mm-hmm. The way I describe Detective Pikachu is the same way I compare the Jack Frost movie. Do you remember Jack Frost with, um, what's his name? Old Michael, school? Michael Keaton? Oh. No, I don't. Where the dad I mean, dies I mean, and turns into a snowman. The snowman plays with the kid. Yeah. That's how yeah, I, it's been a long time. That's what I put. That's what I, I compare Detective Pikachu is with is Jack Frost. Because <laughs> the I dad mean, dies. See, obviously, the correlations there. The but, dad uh, dies, comes back. The get the kid gets to play with his dad so one more time and go on an adventure, but the, and then. But that's the it. dad didn't really die. Well, he I mean, died, but like, then he came back. It seemed his like his body died, was destroyed. Let's be honest. I went into Pikachu, <laughs> but um. But yeah, they they don't. Uh, did they ever talk about the mom? Now I'm thinking about it. 
the mom basically turned to Ash's dad. They're, the mom and dad are on a journey together fighting Pokemon. <laughs> we learned in the second movie it was Mr. Mime behind it all. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not sure if there's any more you want to go with Detective Pikachu, but I know... Um, you know, coming up soon, like this next month or two is just going to be a huge month for movies for me. Like, you got John Wick four coming out soon. I'm not sure if you've ever seen the John Wick series. No, nope. uh, obviously no me. John Wicks, no Mission Impossibles. You you haven't seen a Mission Impossible movie? No. Okay, well, do I'll you want to go see four and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning with me? Do I have to see the other ones? I mean, it adds to it, but you don't need to see it. Uh... I don't know. I'm not a Tom Cruise guy. You didn't even watch <laughs> Top Gun Maverick? No, because I'm not a Tom Cruise You don't guy. have to be Tom Cruise. You don't have to like except Tom Cruise for, to watch for Legend. What? Oh, man. Okay, well, if you had to choose between Dead Reckoning or John Wick 4, which one would you have to see? Uh, probably John Wick. You want to see it with me? It comes out <laughs> March 24th. or March 24th? I think so, yeah. Alright, if you want something to go with, I'll go with. Okay. Yeah, because I know but, my brother's interested. I'm going with him. I could, you know, you, if you want to join me, I could tell you when uh, I'm doing it. And we could go together and my brother can join. doing it? Yeah. No, dude, <laughs> but, like, I'm really but, hyped but, for John but, but I will say, I will say this. <clears throat> the, the Tom Cruise thing and him doing his own stunts is just fucking mind-blowing. Like, I, I've seen the videos and dude's fucking nuts. Dude, that was one of the crazy things about watching Avatar 2 on opening day is that there was, like, a special sneak peek of, like, Dead Reckoning and them doing, like, the base jumping off the mountain and Tom yeah. Cruise doing, like, those retake stunts. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, it, I, it always gets me hyped. Like, like you always hear, right, like, you hear stories of, oh, yeah, they do their... But, like, when you actually see, like, oh, shit, that, yep, he, he's doing it. And, like, uh, like I think that, that exact scene, right, um, I think they said they did six takes. And uh, like I'm just reading comments of like, like how the fuck does he get like an insurance policy? How does insurance companies <laughs> let him do this? And I was like, oh, he's fucking Tom Cruise. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but they also take but, it, uh, even though he does insane stunts like that, he, they, like his whole team does a massive amount of safety precautions beforehand. Oh, I mean, I believe me, I under, I understand and know that, but I mean, uh, you know, the guy got balls, and I'll give it to him. Um, um, but uh, I'm still not a fan. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to be. I know he's he's crazy because Scientology and what he did to his a couple of wives, but um, I think that's the, I think that's another reason why people like Tom Cruise. Same thing with like Jackie Chan is because they're all they're very known for doing their own stunts. It's very practical, you know. Yeah. I th- and and it's funny that both of them actually look up to like Charlie Chapman and all that stuff because they did their stunts originally. And... Yeah. Well, well, the thing with Charlie Chapman too was like you know he was kind of like a visionary because he also knew how to manipulate with the camera and do tricks to make it seem like he was doing stunts, but in reality he was oh, like, yep, yeah, this looks like I'm doing something crazy, <laughs> but I just tricked you with the camera. So, uh, Well, the so, same thing could be said about Alfred Hitchcock with his directing, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, quite quite a few, but that's, that, that's why movie magic is so cool, right? Because, um, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the reason why Tom Cruise and Jackie Chan get their huge props is because yeah. they're willing to go the extra length to give the viewer the viewers the extra experience of this is actually real. <laughs> yeah. Like them really fighting it like flying a jet in Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Unlike I, I, I Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah. <laughs> See that's the weird thing about like Fast and the Furious. Like I I like the first three 
and it just gets over the top. But people still love that. Like it's r- oh, realistic. They, they, oh yeah, they they eat it up, man. I mean, I saw the trailer for ten, and you know, there there's moments you're like, okay, yeah, wow, that's cool. It's <laughs> but like. I, I guess me because like I'm, I'm also not like a car enthusiast. Like I, I know it started like that for some people, um, but not anymore, right? Because it's, it's really action based. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the memes that come out of like Fast and the Furious are hilarious, though. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it's always like you know when you watch Fast Ten, you look at the comments, you're like, oh, I love it when he says it's it's family time or he's flaming all over the place. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I almost yeah, want to see pretty... Fast 10 just because I want to see how silly it gets. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of sillinesses. But uh, on that, uh, yeah, I have nothing else to really bring to Detective Pikachu um, except, you know, like I said, ho- hope it happens. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess, well, I know we're going to move on here soon. But, yep. like, you know, going out to movies, you know, like, like I said, John Wick 4, um, Oppenheimer's coming out soon, which if you're a Christopher Nolan fan, which I am, that's going to be a good one because it's about Oppenheimer, the guy that, you know, helped make the atom bomb and all that stuff. And you're going to see an actual explosion that they basically recreate to look like a nuclear bomb. And it's going to be cool. Uh, you know, I think he does cool. And there's also a new movie, which sh- shockingly enough is a horror movie. It's called, um, what was it? I actually linked in the chat. Is it, is it uh, Milan? Milan? What was it called? Let me look on Discord real quick. I put it there. I don't remember seeing you post anything like that. Malum. Yeah, so it's basically... I, I don't know what it's about. I think it might be, like... Obviously, there's a lot of visual horrors in there. Uh, but I think the actual... Like, obviously, even though there's a lot of visual horrors, I think what's happening is this Nightwatch girl is actually having like a psychological breakdown where she's in this bri- uh, prison. She's seeing things like bodies hanging, people doing ritualistic killings and all that stuff. But it looks mm-hmm. really cool. Mm. It's M A L U M. I actually linked the trailer in Discord for people watching. They could look that up. That's good. Cool. Yeah, I, I I never really got into the horror genre. Like, I mean, as a kid, I I liked um you know the the mainstays of the world, right? The Chucky's, um, <laughs> Hellraiser, Freddy Krueger, all that stuff, right? Um. Well, those are just staple like cookie cutter things that you no, watch because they're they're fun. They're not really scary. They're just like hacks slash. Oh yeah, you, you end up laughing your ass off, right? And, but yeah. now, like you know, they they've gotten more creative, right? Um, but like I, I I fell off. Like I've never really like eh. Like they just don't do it for me anymore. Well, this isn't like those hack and slash movies. I think I think I would more be more inclined. I, no, I understand that. I think I'm more inclined to watch, even though they're all set up and fucking fake but like you have those like ghost story shows where they go to haunted oh XYZs. ghost adventures and stuff like that yeah those like, are fun like, i like those like like if they were to do movies like that well they have but like but, but well not not like blair witch no i'm talking about like you got uh what's it called um is it called the haunting what's the one where they like actually film the house at night and oh, oh paranormal activity that's the one Oh, paranormal activity. But they also have yeah, another but, one but, called but, quarantine but, as well. But no, what I want to, what I'm saying, or what I would like to see is if they did like a movie version of something, but it's not staged. Like it's it's like legit. I mean, it might be boring as fuck, but <laughs> I would I would probably eat that shit. <clears throat> but 
I we feel like that's why we have those ghost hunting shows. <laughs> that, that you're, you're not wrong. But, like, I mean, like, I, I can't really think of anything right now. But, like, there there got to be something more, like, world-renowned that that a ghost hunting show has never gone to, right? Or, or not allowed to do. And somebody buys some sort of rights to say, you know what? We got three days. We're going to document this. And, and it's not staged at all. Nothing. Might be born as fuck. But kind of similar to... Uh, well, not apples apples comparison because there's nothing horror related, but um, freaking Cameron's deep sea dive. Like I, I loved watching it. For most, it's probably boring as shit to most people, but I fucking loved it. Do you know what I found more scary than like those movies? Like I've watched Insidious, um, Sinister, and all that stuff, which are pretty good, none to none. But uh, what's that movie with uh, Samuel Jackson and LL Cool J? They're in the ocean. They're I think what? is it called Deep no. Blue? Uh, no, in the I, deep. I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, when I see movies with like sharks underwater or any kind of like sea creature, it's scary uh-huh. to me than any of those other shows because <laughs> that's more well, realistic. <laughs> well, which is why probably uh, uh, James Cameron's movie would have been terrified for you because you're like, oh my god, we're gonna get like a colossal fucking octopus or squid that gobbles them up. Um, but, uh, well, when you talk about real scary movies, for me, the real scary movies are, like, like really, I guess, disaster flicks, right? Like, Day After Tomorrow or uh, Knowing. Um, Knowing was a weird one with Nicolas Cage. Like, he has yeah. book predictions, and at the end, he, he knows it's gone, and they actually show it. <laughs> like, to me, that's, like, a real scary movie. <laughs> if No, if you really want to see a really good scary movie, watch Don't Look Up on Netflix. Don't Look Up. I feel like it, I've it's heard with about uh, it. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Jonah Hill. So it's basically the scientists. They see an asteroid. They're you know uh-huh. looking at space and they see that uh-huh. the asteroid's on course with Earth, and uh-huh. they have like six months to like warn the people. And obviously, I and the reason why I say it's scary is because the people act like I feel like we would do in real life. They would dismiss it. They were like, "Oh, we got this. Yeah. We could destroy it, whatever." Yeah. And yeah. then really, there's no plan. Everybody dies. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a real scary movie. Uh, just like, uh, you know, just like the latest uh, rendition of Batman. Very scary. The Riddler, you know? I mean, like, come on. Like, you, that shit happens. That shit happens in real life. You're, you're muted, by the way. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're having live technical difficulties. As the saying goes, it would not be our podcast if we did not have technical difficulties. Um, but uh, of course, I was making a tongue-in-cheek joke. Can, when can I said you? That. But, 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 yep, I, I got you. We got you back. Okay. Yep, yep, we got you back. But um, but yes, the the latest rendition of Batman is is a scary movie. Just it, I wouldn't say it's scary, just creepy. No, no, but, but that's my point. Like, like, and that's another reason why I think I loved it so much <laughs> is because because it's like that shit is going on. Like that shit happens. Like, but to be fair though, the Joker was up. creepier. He he had more of a suspense built to him. He's like, what are you what's he gonna do next? Is he gonna kill you with a pencil? Is he gonna hug you? What is he gonna do? I mean, obviously hug me, but you know <laughs> No, like with the Joker, you had no idea what he was gonna do. He was like unpredictable. And the Riddler, I felt like you knew he was just gonna kill you. He was just creepy about stalking well, you. Well, the Riddler too, like I I I mean, we've obviously talked about this movie uh, a handful of times, but like I don't think I've ever proposed this question, but like even at the end of it all, like, could he really still be the Riddler? 
Or he's is he just a Riddler? Oh uh, no, they definitely said his name was uh, Edward Nigma. Oh, did they? Okay. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's right. When they caught him in the diner, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. I mean, it's one thing that I'm just gonna keep it open, but it's one thing (laughs) to call him and he could still agree and say, yeah, it's me. But still, in theory, may not be him. I I hope it is him because the actor that played the Riddler had a, a real good creepiness about him. Oh yeah, and he he's was... done that before because like there's a movie called Prisoners with Hugh, yep. uh, Hugh Jackman, and he does the same role, but only because he's. But in that movie, he's more like um, uh, mentally challenged, though. Well, yeah, mentally challenged because he's been kidnapped, and he's basically oh. a twenty-year-old body and an eight-year-old, or an eight-year-old and twenty-year-old's body because of him being LSD the whole time. I figured he was like that before that. No, they kidnapped that kid at eight years old, and they kept drugging him with that bottle of LFC that they had to keep him that way, and they kept on tormenting him. That's why he couldn't talk, because he was afraid. And that's why he was like, remember the maze, and then the snakes and all that stuff, and that's why you see the other guy have the the suitcases of snakes, because they would lock him underground. Oh, okay. Once you're held captive like that for so long, your mind doesn't develop, you stay that same person. Yeah, no, I'm following you. But anyway, <laughs> um, Batman's a real scary movie. Um, <laughs> oh, b- before we move on, another sure. movie I'm looking forward to, which I didn't think I was going to look forward to because I never seen the other ones until recently. It's mm-hmm. Scream Six. Mm, wow, that's a shocker. And not because it's scary or anything, because I just wasn't interested. But I watched all the other ones recently, and they're really good for very stupid reasons. They're funny. There's like the guy, I, I forgot what the guy's name is. He's a guy that plays Shaggy in the live action Scooby Doo. He also played. Uh, uh, the, I love the guy's name. He also played a couple other movies with um, Seth Green, uh, where mm-hmm. there are three guys in like a uh, jungle and they're trying to survive and all that stuff. It's funny. Uh, Wild Bill? No, I think it's like Without a Paddle or something like that. Oh, okay. But uh, he was in the first stream, and then obviously they had more people, and it, it was just. I don't know. They're good movies. Uh, they're they're like popcorn movies where you just watch them. You don't, you don't go in there for like a, an actual story or actual scare. It's just a good time waster that you're going to get some enjoyment out of and you move on. Yeah, I've never seen any of those two. Um, but I did enjoy Scary Movie very thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy all of them or just Scary Movie 1 and 2? 1 and 2. I, I think I've seen 3... Might have saw a little bit of four, and I couldn't stomach anymore. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I so, think is how my how it went for me. So here, here's a quiz for you, because apparently a lot of people didn't know this. And scary movie two, did the kids die in that um, hotel or that uh, mansion? Man, you're jogging my memory here. I don't fucking remember. Because one thing I found out recently is. I, I can't remember. Okay. So what I found out recently is that the reason why, you know, obviously the Wayne's Bros got played dirty and the scary movie was taken from them in a really horrible yeah. way. But yeah. they actually killed him off in the second movie. Same thing with the other people. Because at the end of the mansion, um, or at the end of the movie, Cindy and the the other girl were basically looking back, talking to them. And then they realized that the people they were talking to were ghosts the whole time. They already died. I was, now, now you're gonna make me give me a reason to rewatch it. Because <laughs> Shorty said something stupid. He's like, "Oh shit, son, I'm dead," and then floats away. Oh, <laughs> uh, may, maybe. Yeah. 
But I mean, I, like, I thought that was funny that they're actually dead the whole time, <laughs> and that's how they I rip the characters I, off. I was about to say, I think it's more funny that they had continuity with their writing <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> that's what I thought was funny too, is that they actually figured out a way to write the characters off so they can continue on with the next movies. That's 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 funny, but um, yeah, I think uh, I think. Uh, We've explored all we need to explore with that topic. <laughs> all right. And uh, keeping on the theme of Pokemon, it's a Pokemon heavy week. Um, last week was the, I believe it's only annual, maybe they do it twice a year, but we had our Pokemon Presents news. Uh, it was, what was the runtime on that? 20... 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, 26, 28 minutes. <laughs> You're trying um, to be exact? <laughs> gotcha. You know, something like that. But um, but yeah, so a whole slew of news um, for Pokemon came out. We got, uh, as we kind of expected, we got DLC content for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, coming in two waves just like the last game. Talk about that more in a second. We got... Finally, more updates and an, inev- an inevitable release to Pokemon Sleep, along with a new Pokemon Go Plus that works mm-hmm. with Pokemon Go. And finally, with that in Pokemon Go, you can now use Great Balls and Ultra Balls and not just Pokeballs, which I don't know why it fucking took seven years. But that's good. Wait, um, what? They- huh? What did you say about Great Balls and Ultra Balls? So... Up until the release of this new Pokemon Go Plus, uh, you could only use Pokeballs. But now with this new one, you could toggle it and switch it to Great Balls and Ultra Balls. Is the Pokemon Go Plus that bracelet thing? Yes. That was the original one. The second version was the ball, which I still have. Oh, the one that came with the Switch? Uh, it didn't, no, it didn't come with, it was like an extra accessory. No, the Pokeball that you could use as like a joystick for... Yeah, yeah, for Let's Go. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't come with it though. I thought that was a separate purchase. Well, yeah, but it may, what I mean is it was meant for the Switch that somehow was used for Pokemon Go. Correct. Yeah, that one. So that was part two, and now I think this is the third iteration of it. Um... For my history lesson, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I feel like this is the biggest cash grab they have. Like they try to do like Tamagotchi games like three times, and I feel like it's going to fail again. Um, it, it, I don't think that's <clears throat> the intent. Because they I did think... with Hardcore and Soul Silver with those little pocket ball things. Then obviously the Pokemon Go Plus was useful because you could basically hit it, capture, and spin stops, which I actually still have my bracelet and I use all the yeah. time. Yeah, um, I still have to. But the Pokeball is stupid because all you did was. What, earn candy? Is that it? Well, the sell with that was you got Mew inside the Pokeball. Oh, yeah, but that was only for, like, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. There was no benefit for Pokemon Go, except oh, no, for no, storing no, a Pokemon. No, no, no. I mean, in, in reality, to your, as as we're discussing, the, it was meant for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. The added caveat was it worked with Pokemon Go. So that was kind of really just a bonus anyway. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I hardly use the damn thing. It's a fucking <laughs> awesome accessory. It looks cool, but... It looks cool. It's not useful. And it's funny, because I've actually... I'm, well, you may have seen it, too. But when we play Pokemon Go, especially uh, where we play, I've seen people walk around with their Pokemon. I'm like, oh, look at that guy with his boss hanging out. Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, I, they'd I, have two or three, and I'm, I'm like, what the hell? 
I, I've seen it out there in the real world too. But um, but yeah. So this Pokemon Sleep, <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm going to get it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna get it. And and I thought the funniest thing was, and I, I, did you see the trailer? By I seen it, but I wasn't interested, so I kind of like went on my have, own. I have, okay, so yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat with you. But what made me laugh out loud was so it's supposed to track your sleep and do all this shit. Which, by the way, I thought sleeping with a phone in your bed or on your pillar was was a no go. But apparently, that's how you you have to use it. But whatever, I guess if people burn, they burn. Um, <clears throat> But the funny part with it is, so it tracks your sleep, and then the idea is the next day, or next several days, they will assign a Pokemon to you in the way you sleep, and then they showed you the different Pokemon. And immediately I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm fucking totally Slowpoke. Like, because the one they showed from Slowpoke, he was like, all sprawled out, and he was like, just, just jacked up. I think it was like, silly sleep pattern or something. Like, yeah, that's fucking me. <laughs> It looked, it looked so funny and silly. I was like, that has to be me. If that's not me, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> so, um, so we'll, 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 we'll see. I, I think it's, it's, it's funny and, it, and it, it's cute, I guess, but it's also uh, Pokemon's way of taking over the world because now they're trying to go into our sleep. So um, what's the actual, like, besides tracking your sleep, there's no actual point for it, right? I don't think they released all that. I'm going to assume and probably guarantee there's got to be some connectability and incentive with Pokemon Go is my line of thought. What? I don't know. The Pokemon Go Plus that's with that, actually, they were selling on Nintendo's official website and it sold out in a matter of minutes. Um, Of course. Uh, You get a Snorlax with the special hat on that is for Pokemon Go. Like a like a sleepy beanie hat. Um and I think that's it. Um but um yeah I I, I don't know. I don't know. But... I love how the Pokemon company is so invested in Pokemon Sleep. Like they've been announcing for like the last three Pokemon uh, presents. It's like I know, they're so it's... invested in this for some stupid reason. People were people were really <clears throat> sold that they like dropped it and, and... It was never going to return, but they kept on it. So, I mean, it sounds stupid to say this, but maybe they put in the investment to make something, I don't want to say good, but decent. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think they're trying too hard to overextend. Like, they do the same thing with, like, the Pokemon Health thing, whatever it's called, where it's like, track your brushing of your teeth. Like, you have to have a Pokemon oh, toothbrush. yeah, that was... That was for kids, though. Unless you did, uh, unless you did have it. <laughs> I, no, there, I think they did other things like brush your teeth, track what you eat, so, and all that so, stuff. And... So, so I don't really, really want to fall off the rails here, but you're gonna laugh, and we might fall off the rails. But <laughs> to your point, I, I really forgot about the, the brushing teeth thing. So thanks for bringing that up. Now we got the sleep thing. Pokemon Go was a way of tracking movement, right? And they say for workout, which you know some people did, but it was like a movement tracker. But isn't there a really large correlation with Pokemon and Umbrella from Resident Evil? <laughs> I mean, it would make sense because, like, if you look at the Pokemon Center, they pretty much make potions to enhance your person and your Pokemon at the same time. That's, like, you know, bioengineering at its best. I, I, was like, I was thinking about that, like, literally after the Pokemon sleep thing. I'm like, man, Pokemon's, like, really 
really trying to be like Umbrella here. They're trying to be all this like this company. Let's use cute Pokemon, but behind the scenes there are some very evil nefarious things. Here, get your Pikachu flu shot. They're tracking movement. They're tracking sleep. They're like, what's going on here? If you put the special tracker in your neck, you get a special uh, shiny Mew. Oh, dude, you know there's people out there that'll get that special tracker in their neck. (laughs) We we know this from our own discourse. If you run on this um, hamster wheel for five hours, we'll toss you five free Pokeballs. But um, obviously, staying on top of Pokemon. Um, um, so I don't know if it was part of the the present. I don't think it was part of the presents. But uh, while we're on topic here, because we we did fully intend to talk about this this last weekend as well, they had another uh, event that they recently held in Las Vegas, but now they let the whole <clears> entire <throat> world enjoy it. Which. Uh, you know, we both fell off playing the game heavily, but uh, I think you partook. I very minor partook because I didn't know really about it. I, I learned about it like very last minute. And I was a little upset by that because I thought it, it sounded like a really cool event. Like they had Primal, um, Kyogre, and Growdown, and they looked fucking awesome. Like their shiny forms looked amazing. Um, I don't think I've ever seen their shiny forms until this event. And uh, then they had Ray- Rayquaza, Deoxys. Um, what else was going on during that event? Because I think you were playing it. You, so, you were playing it a lot, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I went up both days. Um, okay. So they obviously, you know, you shiny uh, Primal Groudon, Kyogre. They had shiny versions of Deoxys. I don't think Rayquaza was out there. I think no, it was. Just, I, I think it was Deoxys with the Primals. I think Rayquaza was after the event was over. I could be wrong, oh, but I didn't okay. see Rayquaza. No, no, you um, might be right because if you were out there, I mean. But the one the one thing that they were like promoting heavily was like the different habitats collect the you know basically complete your Pokedex. Uh, what's his name? The chameleon guy was on Pokestop. Oh, Stop Kekla. Well. Yeah, yeah, I finally Kekla. got him too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was out there. Um, they also had like triple catch Stardust or whatever catch XP. So I, it's pretty much like pat your stat date, <laughs> what you want to do. But the, yeah. other than that, there wasn't anything really worth it except for if you're trying to go for levels and catch hundos or shinies. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I um, you know, obviously everyone likes to gloat about their shinies, and I only got two. I caught none. Um, wow, I've, I've caught over probably a thousand Pokemon. Got over maybe like seven million XP. No shinies at all. I all these events, like when I went to Go Fest, um, those times, and all these other massive tournament or massive events, I've received mm-hmm. zero shinies from any of those events. I mean the, the 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 go events I've always done good and, and and I feel I feel like if I played both days in, in, in ample time I mean there were six hours days each by the way that could get very taxing <laughs> um, I mean who knows what I would have ended up with but uh, I, I I just did two but like I said I hardly played I if I was playing I was as I like to coin every time I'm streaming I'm multi gaming so I have it like here on the side I'm not really paying attention once in a while I do one of these and blah blah but for whatever reason shiny Pikachu always finds me <laughs> every event like I got another one that was one my one of two like I got a shiny Pikachu I was like I'm not against it I think it's I mean having a lot of shiny Pikachus with the different little fucking hats on is kind of cool um but yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought I, it seemed like it was a good event. Um, some of the other ones have kind of sucked. I but... feel like I'm getting like messed around with these events because, like, I've besides community, I've received no shinies at all. Like, same thing. You say you get a well... lot of Pikachu's. I know a lot of other people get Pikachu's. My only shiny Pikachu was because I got it traded to me, and I've caught over probably 
5,000 of those stupid things. Yeah, I mean, in between events, I don't really ever really get Chinese either. But then again, I, I know I'm not playing it. So no, like, I'm talking about like the be... main events, like GoFest, yeah. Hoenn. Yeah, no, no, no. Those, I get those, no, those I, no, yeah, I, I, I don't Yeah, that's what I'm shiny. saying. I'm getting screwed in RNG here because you guys are yeah, here bragging about all this much shiny. I'm like, but I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, but, motherfucker, Karma's a bitch because you had the perfect shiny Lugia once upon a time. Oh, and That's kind of <laughs> how we met. That's kind of how we met. <laughs> Yo, my very first raid in Pokemon Go was a shiny. I'm like, is this any good? And you're like, yeah, that's a perfect. I'm like, oh, it's a perfect. And it's shiny. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so uh, Karma's a bitch, homie. So, uh, <laughs> so you take your shiny hundo from 10 years ago and shove it up your ass <laughs> as you're complaining about being shinies now. <laughs> Uh, you know, but, uh, I'll, I'll take that shiny hundo right there. Um, but but um, but yeah. So, anyways, that that went on on the weekend, and then now they're doing a little mini event uh, or, or or kind of reoccurring event uh, with Gimme Ghoul. And I did it the first day. I, I transferred a postcard from Go to Scarlet to get an item in Go, in which you get a half hour to catch Gimme Ghoul. Uh, I I intended to do it every day, but Octopath took over, so uh, so I haven't done it since. But um, but you know those little things are kind of cool. Um, this isn't like a limited thing, right? Where it was like um, what's his name? Uh, Melton. Yeah. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. I I'm gonna say no. I think it's kind of like. The second part of Melton, when you get that box from Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. Yeah, look at you, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, he He's still my favorite shiny, Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it be? It's a perfect shiny Lugia, man. Like, um, um, But yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to start playing it again. I, I mean, it's always fun to play every once in a while, but... Uh, I only play during the events, like community it, days. Yeah, events, same, same here. Even though this last weekend, like I said, I, I, I kind of missed out on it. I I, I didn't, um, you know, take full advantage of it. Um, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I've gotten so isolated, antisocial with Pokemon. Like, I used to actually walk around and talk to people. And this time, I actually was out. I I got to meet some people, like Sheila Dog, which I'm convinced she's a bear. Because now she's back to her normal Sheila Dog ways. Okay, I don't know what that really means, but okay. I'll have to say it later. I'm not gonna say it on the stream, but okay. uh, I'm not sure if you've seen Sheila Dog, you know, during COVID, and seen what she looked like, and then after, I'm like, what the heck? How do you how do you transform? I she evolved. <laughs> she she evolved into Mega Sheila. <laughs> but no, I I seen her and um, a couple of the people. I felt bad because agnes even was like hey you want to go in the car we'll all take a ride and all that stuff and i'm like nah hey, I'm good we got we got pokemon candy in this car you want to come in this car <laughs> <laughs> you know i was like no nah, i'm good i i just want to stay still and walk around and i, I felt like so anti-social that people were like hey you want to do this all that stuff i'm like nah i just want to walk <laughs> mm, interesting yeah I, I honestly like if i uh I, I know i'm saying this in hindsight but uh if i would have known about it i probably would have went out there like even though I don't live close to there anymore. But I, I legit, like, learned about it the day of, like, three hours into it. I'm like, there's an event, right? I'm like, son of a bitch. And then they had the medals, right? Yeah. So then I had to wait for them. So hold on. How did you get the medals? Because Sunday. I didn't get the medals. Like, um, I, I looked I mean, in the, I, I looked in the, the shop. Pokemon? 
Oh, you had oh, to, you... you had to collect all the Pokemon to get the medal. Well, yeah, every medal. There's like four different medals, right? For every uh, or three, I don't know, whatever. But they, like you know, the different biomes, right? Yeah, the collection yeah. badges. But that didn't give you yeah. either the Groudon or Kyogre medal. Oh, that one. Uh, oh, was that only that for one... attaining the one in Las Vegas? Because no, I looked I got... in the shop. I got that. No, I think it was a free one. I don't fucking remember. No, maybe that one was a paid one. Yeah, because the only one that I paid for was the one for Jirachi, the field research one. Yeah, I didn't see any other one. And I don't even know if I'll ever even finish that one with all the requirements that it has. Yeah, see, for people looking, I'm showing my phone. Those are the only special badges I have, and Groudon Kyogre wasn't there for me. Yeah, I got a lot more special badges than that. Well, yeah, because you got lucky and got to the other two GoFests that I missed out on. Yeah, I've been to every GoFest, thankfully. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, remember during COVID, we, we got the... Uh... You survived COVID, badge. <laughs> <laughs> but your Pokemon didn't, and all the Pokemon are wiped out. Like... <laughs> they gave you the Last of Us badge. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's funny how my my special medals are. Um, oh, far more us, than yours. How cool you are! But you don't have it either. Yeah, I do. Where's Where's the Groudon one? Or Kyogre? Uh, I, I I chose Kyogre, right there. I yeah, I was looking all over the place on how to get that stupid badge, and I couldn't find it. It wasn't during the event. I think you had to. Finish something before the event. Oh, well, that explains why I didn't get it. I think. Which oh, is well. odd, because 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 I did that, but I didn't know about the weekend event, so I was like, what? it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, I think the coolest one is um, probably the first two Pokemon Go ones. Maybe the first one, too, because I got a real patch of it. Because they gave us a real patch. Well, I wouldn't say that one's special because the other GoFests look like that one too. Like, I yeah, because got... that's the Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah. That one, I mean that one's cool too. The one I do like though I'm... It depends on which view of our downtown you like better. Because the first one has the Sears Tower, and the second one has a Hancock and Navy Pier. I do like this one, the Legacy Forty badge. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. yeah, but the the Safari Zone uh, ones are pretty cool. As I'm looking through it, I I, I I haven't really been looking. This one's kind of cool too. <clears throat> what is it like? Ho? Oh yeah, I got the uh, I got the Lugia one. It sucks that you can uh, only get one or the other. Yeah, it was, I'd love People. to have both. Did you get the Charizard one? Yeah, right there, okay. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're doing show much too much show and tell. We're supposed to have a podcast. So um, anyway, actually, um, the one GoFest that did change was the global one. The one. For when they had COVID, that's the yeah, only one that changed. Yeah. Um. I missed the Chicago Go Fest one. That sucks. Thank God Lightfoot lost. I wonder. I wonder if the whole contractual things with that were true or false. Because I heard the last one we had that was the last one they're contractually supposed to have with Chicago, but I don't know if there's truth to that. Yeah, it was the last one, and it and was. they asked and. They asked uh, Lightfoot if they wanted to renew it. She said no. That's why yeah. people are pissed at her. Thank God. And the, I think the, it would be funny if that's the one reason why she lost the election. Because people are like, damn you, Lightfoot. Pokemon was here. Now they're all over the place. 
that'd be awesome. I'll co-sign that. Um, so, anyways, that's Pokemon Go news. We'll segue back now to Pokemon Presents. Um, they also showed a snippet of like a, what was it like? A, almost like a claymation new Pokemon show. Oh, the on one Netflix? on Netflix. Yes, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to that. Which is very interesting. You know, we talk about once again all the time about like you know these streaming services and how Netflix cancels a lot of things, and now they're getting Pokemon power with them. That's, that's very that's interesting. Big power. <laughs> that's big power. That's big power. I, I just do you think it's going to have enough gravitas to oh, to lure 100%. people? Oh, one hundred percent. Like, you think so, dude? Have you watched Pokemon Legends? Like, that's a great animated short that people love. Obviously, oh, yeah, like yeah, one yeah. or two but, seasons, but, but people those, still watch it. Yeah, but those were also free on YouTube, weren't they? Yeah, but imagine if they're like exclusive to like a streaming service. Anyone, any streaming service would eat that up, especially with how popular they were. Like, in fact, Pokemon Legends was almost more popular than the actual show at the time because it showed the original Red on his journey. Yeah, those things were also... And they also did some for um, um, Legends of Arceus, I think. They did some molded around that that era, too, I think. Oh, dude, imagine, like, a prequel show with the... Uh, what's it called? What was it called, Legends of Arceus, the game? That's what it's called, Legends of Arceus. Yeah, in the Hitsuo region, whatever the heck oh, it's Hitsuo, called. Oh, uh, Hitsuo? Whatever Hitsuo? that stupid region is called, I, I, the Sinnoh region. I used, <laughs> I used to know how to say it. Prehistoric Sinnoh region. Imagine like a show based off of that time period of people just going around bonking Pokemon in the face with Pokeballs and beating them with sticks. <laughs> like, come on, uh, little guy, take this berry, and then whack, and then capture. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely intrigued. It was a very short trailer, but... Uh, but uh, we'll see what that evolves into. I don't think they really said how many episodes or the runtime, but... Uh, they say a date. You know, that's a good question, too. I don't know if they did say a date. I think, I think <clears throat> it's it's within the next few months. Do you think Netflix might have that on there, like, coming soon already? They probably do. I haven't looked. Okay. I mean, there's probably information out there, but I just haven't looked at it. Yeah. So they, they gave all that information. I'm, I know I'm missing, like, one or two other things. Thing. Well, with Pokemon Presents, obviously there's a big update that, you know, um, Scarlet and Violet's getting DLC. I forgot yes. what the DLC's name is, but the Pokemon in there... The Teal Mask and... I forgot. But the second one they showed, the second DLC, I'm the most interested in because so far there's only ever been one Pokemon that can learn all the moves, and that's been Mew. This mm-hmm. one, the second legendary Pokemon they showed has all the energy symbols on its back and the it types. makes yeah all the types so it makes me curious to see if it's going to know all the moves i'm going to say yes however it's going to function a little like arceus and his plates oh yeah i guess where, the second one yeah where it's only going to occur with him holding typing yeah no terratyping yeah um that would suck though because I feel like I'm guessing the storyline is going to be that's the cause and origin of Terra Type is that Pokemon. Makes um, sense. That's that's my two cents. Supposedly, and, people are speculating that Zygarde's also going to make an appearance because he's kind of like the prehistoric meets future as well. That'd be cool. I mean, and, and Zygarde's always had different forms based on uh, the percentages that you give him. That'd be cool. Um... And then, like, you know, there's so many, high, uh, you know, theories and hypotheses 
on the interwebs um, <laughs> regarding this Pokemon and now how Paldea looks like a huge giant turtle and then uh, how it like goes with like old like lore and folk tales of, of different things. And um, but I think we're going to get if this really is some big landmass on top of a turtle and, a, and it's a Pokemon, I think that turtle we're going to get is going to be like a baby form. Um, and not obviously the actual form, but who knows? Everything that we see, terrifying I, to I, have like a baby Pokemon that you know eventually will evolve into a continent. <laughs> You're like, true. don't feed this damn thing; it's going to grow no. too big. <laughs> um, but I, I think the Pokemon is cool. Looks cool. Um, same with um the three from the teal mask. One's like a, a dog. Well, um, it kind of looks like, like different bird. versions of um. What's that Pokemon from? Sergeant Shield, the one from the fighting DLC. Uh, wait, fighting? You're talking about um, it, it's the, a fr- the, uh, Isles of Armor or something like that. The one with the the two the yeah, two the stances. Kung Fu Master. Yeah, I don't think he looks like them. He looks like both of them. Come on, ah, well, side by side, you're gonna be like, oh, I see the similarities. Nah, so. Anyways, you got those three, and then yeah. uh, and then lastly, I think it was a good move on their part. Uh, they immediately released two. Um, raids. Yes. Are they still called raids? Yeah. Um, for uh, a new Pokemon on each version, and uh, it was what is it called waking, waking wind or waking water, and then waking water something. The other one, I forgot what the hell's name, but one is Suicune. Well, hold on. Let, let's go backwards here for a second. <laughs> one is uh, was the green one? Terret? Terret? No. It's something from Black and White. I forgot what that Pokemon's called. It's a it's a green leaf Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But it just it looks pretty much the same except this metal. it looks robotic. Yeah. But now now we talk about Suicune. That shit is fucking hideous. Like what? Why? Yes, it's 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 ugly. It's it's it's. It looks cool. It's, no, it, it looks is. awesome. Okay, no. I disagree with you one hundred percent. Sweet Primal Suicune looks amazing, and I want to see Primal no. Raikou and Entei now. I need to see no. it. I need to see no. it. Yes. That, no. That, yes. Oh, it looks Dude, horrible. Dude, all Nobody the primal like, Pokemon looks, has looked amazing. It looks, it looks... Obviously, you see the sweet coon in them. But it looks like it's 100%. <laughs> you can see the sweet. <laughs> you can see, like, the immediate fusion between sweet and, like... Um, what was those Pokemon they had in... I don't think it was the last version. I think it was like two or three versions ago. There was like four of them, and and they were like uh, dragon or they were the fossil Pokemon. Yeah. But they were like cut in half, and they were like two odd, weird fucking forms put together. That's because the fossilization you know was off, and they were trying to Correct. recreate like, what like, they thought like, was it. Yeah, like I understand the story aspect of them, but as Pokemon, they look fucking stupid. Like I think one was called like Dracofish and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But. But That's they were designed Suicune that way on purpose. But Suicune does not look stupid or dumb. I will disagree with you. No, 100%. I, I know they were designed that way purpose, but on purpose. But like Suicune reminds me of one of those with <laughs> Suicune in it. Like exactly. I haven't dug up the pictures yet to put it side by side, but that is what it looks like, and I hate it. Uh, I'm so. I'm disagreeing with surprised. you. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're tasting Pokemon. I, I I love the new Primal Suicune, man. It looks like a Raptor and a Suicune put together. Okay, so so in your defense, you're not alone. A lot of people do like it. I might be in the minority. As you I always like are it. on weird taste. Oh, I guess I guess I always am. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. If you don't, like, you know, some people like the futuristic ones. 
I don't like the green one. He looks too basic for me. Yeah, he looks the same. I mean, mm. in all honesty, a lot of the future ones look like the same. Well, some of them look cool. Tyranitar, he looks cool in his future I mean, form. They still look cool, but and and then the prehistoric ones. I mean, a lot of them look okay. They, you know, I think they look Miss better. Miss Magnus than the looks one. better than um. Well, than Salamance. That one looks cool. And then also Magnemite that has legs. Have I seen that one? I don't the the one one. thing I love about the Primal Pokemon is that I wish the future ones got the same love, is that with the Primal Pokemon, you can see their evolution form. Like with Magnemite, or whatever the three version one is. Mm -hmm. um, Magneton, you mean? Is Magneton? Whatever the second evolution of... Whatever it's called. So basically, when the three are put together... Obviously, you know it's a magnetic Pokemon, but the promo version actually shows iron connecting both of them. So iron with the magnetic, and you can see them rotating. That's why it has legs. I mm-hmm. thought that's pretty cool that they're introducing like another element with uh, magnetism attached. Mm, yeah, I mean the thing that the cool thing about Pokemon that a lot of people don't really realize is, even as some look very stupid. Like there's a reason. No, there, there's a reason behind that, right? Like there, there's either it's like that, right? It's like the simplicity of science, um, or there's lore. Like you know, they 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 um, ad- um, adopt like lore from certain cultures, and and they or they adapt it. to their region elements, like they do with or the regional elements, yeah. Or as always, a real life animal in the real world. So there, there, there's. For more times than not, like, there's inspiration behind every Pokemon creation, right? Um, <clears throat> which is the coolest thing about it. Like, we could sit here and, and obviously laugh and chuckle and say which ones we like and dislike. <laughs> but ultimately, the the thought process behind them and the stories are, are pretty cool, are pretty good. I just don't know what this week one is. <laughs> So now that we see a primal Suicune, do you think you guys see a primal Entei and Raikou as well? And I hope they have the same design too, just to piss you off because I love them so much. <laughs> I mean, it just looks so stupid. They, they, I, uh, I don't know. Like, like whenever I see them, I just think of them like making like the Rur XD sound like rar, <laughs> rar, <laughs> little hands. And little hands, yeah, because it obviously has T-Rex arms now. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so bad. I'm surprised. Anyways, I'm done. I'm done. I'm so done. Dude, I, I hope they make a statue. I'll buy all three as a statue. I don't care. That's how good they are. Um, I mean, th- this was rumored, right, it, it, to some capacity a while ago, I think. Um, it was always speculated. I mean, they're like, yeah. with it being so successful, the most successful game they've had. And also, you could tell in the game, I showed you parts of the map that, was grayed out like the normal areas and i'm like that has to be dlc area like it has to be like why had that certain line mark on it if it's not a playable area well that area that exact one you're talking about that you shared with me i'm thinking that's going to be the second dlc because all they released for the second dlc for the most part was like this floating Islands. battle arena thing right yeah. so that could probably be that grayed out area right because it's on just gonna be on the water which kind of has um, me excited because I'm not sure if you remember, but in Pokemon uh, Ruby and Sapphire, they had something called the Battle Frontier. That was like a floating landmass on water. And it was just a giant tower people battled like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. And it, that reminds me of like, the Battle Frontier, and I love the Battle Frontier. Like, there was 100 towers. You go nonstop. You go as long as you can. If you got to the top, you're the master. Yeah. Almost like, en- almost like Endless Play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm not too sure where DLC one's going to take. I'm guessing it's going to be still on island, maybe deeper into uh, Ground Zero. I think because what was the what was the subtext, the secrets of Ground Zero or something like that, the hidden secrets. I don't know something I, I of that magnitude. Both, the the title for both of them is the hidden secrets of Ground Zero, but each Correct. of them have like another extra subtext underneath that, and I don't know what they're called. Correct. Well, the one is the teal mask, <clears throat> and the other one is I forgot. Okay. Um, it's called I forget. No, I'm just like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always excited for this stuff. Um, I, I don't know uh, if we'll get our Entei and Raikou. If we do, uh, I'll look forward to it. I just don't know how happy I'll be. <laughs> the one thing I would um, love to see, though, and see, this is where Pokemon screws themselves so badly. Is because you have things like Mega Evolutions, um, Z forms, and all that stuff. How, you you can't make a futuristic or prominent version of like Rayquaza or Mewtwo because you already have alt versions already. Like, how are they going to add those Pokemon, or do you think they're just going to completely skip it because they realize they screwed themselves? So, kind of, uh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I know you explain it but elaborate a little more so you're you're suggesting that we'll never see hypothetically we'll use Groudon for example since we kind of talked about a lot since he has a primal form you don't yeah. think we'll ever see some sort of like paradox form of him that's what you're suggesting yeah. um you're probably right but um because like Mewtwo really for example I... when they added Mega X and Y yeah. and the other the armored version they basically scrapped him ever since I mean they st- they still have a plethora of legendaries they can and fuck same up. thing with the Rayquaza. Then you also have uh, uh, what's his name? Deoxys. Paco, they just did. Well, Deoxys was natural. I mean, he he had it like at launch to different forms. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but but, they... but like you have uh, 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 um shit. Who's the other guy that's really popular in Pokemon Go for fighting? Um, it's supposed to be the devil. Why am, I brain farting, why am I brain farting his damn fucking name? Yeah, he's the opposite of Arceus. Garatina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one, too, had his two <clears throat> forms, but that was also at the same time. I mean, they kind of, yeah, I mean, they kind of started doing it like Shaman has the land form. Um, I, I'll, let me flip the, let me flip the table. Do you, do you hope there's a Pokemon that it doesn't ever happen to? No. Okay, because I wouldn't want to see it happen to me. Oh, I'd love to see it happen to Mew. And only... Well, see, this is the thing, though. Mew is a very unique Pokemon, and I feel like it has a lot of potential because it's it's considered a primal Pokemon in its essence, being the next gen- genetic evolution for Pokemon. That's why it learns all the moves. But at the same time, story-wise, they broke that continuity, making these other future Pokemon. So I want to know how Mew fits into this genetic line of Pokemon. Like, is it still considered a prehistoric Pokemon during that time? Or does it still hold all the genetics for all the other Pokemon going forward? Or is yeah, it like, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel I like mean, there's I, a lot of story they could I, add I, to I, it. Yeah, I would say, I don't think that really breaks continuity. I think it just adds, um, you know, further questions to exactly what you propose. Because, like, when so we I, knew Mew, it was only 151 Pokemon. That was, now there's over a thousand true. and different versions of that thousand. So, like, does Mew yeah. still have that genetic data of those thousand Pokemon? I would probably suggest yes. <laughs> and like, why but, but, can't he no, be like it, the it, father it, it, of the next generation? I mean, it's a good, it's a good question, good, good idea. Um, but um, 
but yeah, we'll see if we get us uh, Raikou and Entei. I, I think um, all signs point to yes. I mean, if you're looking at like um, patterns, right? But uh, but we truly don't know. Because then, then ideally, you would think on the other side, we'd probably get the other two, right? Like Chicken Teriyaki and I Chicken Teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, every time I see that Pokemon's name, I think of Chicken Teriyaki. You're telling me you don't do it? Are you talking about that uh, the one that's metal? He has horns. Looks like a bull. Is that the one? Yeah, I think it's like brown colored or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can never pronounce his name, but I always call him Teriyaki. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I was like, oh, it's Chicken Teriyaki. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, but 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 if we're pro- if we're applying that pattern, I, I really. Find it hard to think we would get six old like trio like well two sets of trio legendaries. I mean, um, it, it would make sense to bring Raikou and Entei back because I mean you had the three birds last game. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. When we're talking about patterns, like that would be the pattern. But since each version had a different legendary from a different trio. Oh, speaking of which, we had those three Pokemon and Sword and Shield as well. Remember, we had the birds. But then at the same time, we had to collect those three Pokemon. We had to find their footprints, and their footprints led us to those guys. Chicken Teriyaki, the green leaf guy, and the Cabalion. You are right. I forgot about that. You know why I forgot about it? Because I don't think I got them. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you definitely seen the footprints on the snow, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So we had two sets of legendary yeah. Pokemon. Well, yeah. no, three oh. sets because you also had the Reggies in there, too. Because you got the Reggie Ice, Reggie Rock, Reggie Steel, and then you got the two other Reggies to get Reggie Igus or Reggie. Reggie's, Reggie's. Well, this depends if you apply this to the DLC. Because yeah, you're right. We did eventually get the Reggies, but that wasn't the DLC. Yeah, but I'm saying like you got three got sets. Three of, sets of trios. Yeah. yeah. So they could do Damn. it. Damn. Damn. That's a, now that we're talking about it, it's like holy shit. It was it was pretty stacked. Yeah. But they had they had two garbage trio sets in there, so I was like, how stacked was that? <laughs> I, I loved the original birds getting those forms. And more so, and I, I'm so upset I missed out on this, and hopefully there's another opportunity. I think the next opportunity would be Pokemon Go. Uh, the shiny forms of the three birds' new forms are the original colors. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. One thing I'd love to see in Silent so cool. Violet, which is going to be weird... Is because you know they're, they're talking about space and time, you know, primal mm-hmm. and future. They should really bring back the um, Yuxi as uh, whatever the three Pokemon were that were in uh, Diamond and Pearl, the oh, ones in the caves. Yuxi and um, Azrael, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Axial, well, something I don't like know. that. Yeah, something like that. But like, they'd be the perfect Pokemon to like introduce like to timekeeping. Hmm. Wouldn't it be more? What are the other two legendaries that were more space and time? Well, well, that's Star probably Game Ball, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, you wouldn't consider those three as like side trios. They they were the main guys. Mm-hmm. Like Palkia and Diagio were the main. Then you had Giratina as like that third guy, like Rayquaza. But like Yuxi and the other Azrael, Mistif, uh, those were three side legendaries. Oh, uh, Me Spirit, Me Spirit, Me Spirit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know which ones I would really, really like to see, but um, that I mean, that makes sense. They were also in Legends of Arceus. Were they? Yeah. 
I, I still gotta buy that game, dude. I, I think soon, oh, if it goes on sale, I need to buy Legends of Arceus yeah. and then yeah, also Scarlet. Because so far, fantastic. Scarlet, dude, they have the better Pokemon. <laughs> like, Violet has a better story, Scarlet has a better looking Pokemon. Um, <clears throat> by the way, since uh, the Pokemon Presents, I believe they also pushed the new patch that was supposed to help with the... Stability? Um, yeah, I don't know if... I haven't played it yet, but I mean, yeah. how much improvement can they do when that's running on the Switch? Like, come on. Like, what? Give me one extra frame of stability? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I know part of it was um, removing a lot of Pokemon from the overworld because they were thinking that was... It definitely was. Know, yeah. So... Um, but that would be, like, the biggest step backwards. They should have limited uh, distance rendering. Yeah, because like, what's the whole point of playing Pokemon if you can't see more Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. But, 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 but to that point, I mean, they don't all like, they all don't need to be up at once, right? Like, so I get it. Like, if you want to, you know, they spawn as you are in an area type thing. Um, but I'm I'm glad that they they really really tried with this game because it is what we want, right? It's kind of like they're, they're still in the right direction. It's just the unfortunate part of how they didn't do it as well as they did. Yeah, too bad they didn't bring it to Xbox. It would have been better. Yeah, well, that partnership <laughs> wasn't agreed upon yet, so maybe the next one. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I believe we, for the most part, hit all the uh, high notes on the Pokemon Presents that was last week. I'm still um, shooketh that people are still interested in sleep. It's such a mind-blowing thing. I think... I mean, it, it depends what it brings to the table. Like sleep. I mean, well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if there's any like real tangible evidence with it, like you know, it's gonna be a flop. I'm telling you right now, guaranteed. Flop. Oh no, 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 no. I I, I disagree <clears throat> with you, and here's why: because if it does have that integration with Pokemon Go, it will not be a flop. I promise you that. Promise you that. All right, let's take bets six months down the line flop. And I know that Pokemon Sleep is going to have definitely a watch accessory. Like, you know, if it goes with the Apple Watch or Samsung Watch or whatever. Track you, mean an, you mean an app? Well, no, because the app is Pokemon Sleep itself. I'm saying it'll be connected to your Apple Watch or Samsung thing. So you could wear your watch and that, that watch will track you sleeping while you could have your phone well, miles away so you don't get radiation poisoning. Oh, I don't know. I thought they, that Pokemon Go Plus is something also, too, you put on your bed or something. <laughs> put it on your no, heart so we can no, steal it while you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like, well, once again, I guess we gotta, maybe I gotta watch it again. Or well, that'd be a, a perfect Pokemon. selling option right there. If you're gonna launch Pokemon Plus, that's gonna be for Pokemon Go, make it have a heart monitor or pulse monitor, and that'd be perfect for Pokemon Sleep. If I was a marketing person, I'd do multi-purpose well, there. Well, yeah, like I said, I can't sit here and tell you exactly how it's going to work. But um, if that does get integrated with Go, which I think it is, it's, it's still going to be flop. popular. <laughs> it's not. I, I, I promise you it will not. All right, we'll, we'll bet on it. Uh, you say it's like, going to succeed. I'm going to say it's going to flop. Me, let, me, let, me, let me paint the picture for you. I, I'm going to say too many people are going to sleep on it. That's it. Well, duh. <laughs> That's it, that. <laughs> Why you're not gonna be able to play? It. You're not gonna be able to use it. You're sleeping on it. Well, that's the whole point. That's the only way you can play is when you're sleeping. 
you know, you 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 got you got drowsy and hypno that are gonna try to eat your dreams and. <laughs> oh, dude, that be see. This is why I'm happy that Pokemon oh, don't exist. Did, did did I share that with you? Yeah, I that they you... actually eat your dreams and some of them can actually kill you. Like hypno purposely waits by children. No, 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 no. And Zora, I did, no, I did sh- share with you. I said <laughs> laughed and cried at this tree. The the new sleep paralysis demon. Oh. <laughs> The one in California. That was such a sad sight. That Pikachu looked defeated. I I thought that shit was hilarious because you know we talked about sleep paralysis on the podcast, and I was like, "Oh come on, he has." Did did you see the comment I left under it? No, he just Pikachu's while you sleep. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. (laughs) I I I giggled. (laughs) But um. But I mean, I'm going to try it out. So you got you got a you got a sheep in me. But um, whether or not I, I stop using it, you know, but, I mean, here, you're here, most likely going to forget it's even there. Let's be honest. No, 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 I'm not. And here's why: because what's going to probably end up happening is going it's going to become my new primary alarm clock. It doesn't function so, as an alarm clock either. Your phone or clock? Yes, it does. Like... I believe it has an alarm clock. Uh, mechanism. Was well, gonna be like a bunch of sparrows crowing at you. That would, might wake you up. If if Pokemon Sleep would ever to win me over, they would need like a life size lick a tongue in my room to like lick my face when I to wake me don't, up. <laughs> don't finish that. Don't finish that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, we know why you want a licky tongue in your room. I mean. If I have other purposes too, but I'm just saying that might wake you up in the morning. <laughs> That's still um, one of like the most creepiest Pokemon of all time. Well, compliments of Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Mime is kind of creepy too. I wouldn't want to see that guy in an alley. Yeah, he probably gives a rough hand job. Maybe <laughs> some lube on those gloves. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, I, I will try it. We'll see how, um, integrated it is, but, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think you'll be wrong. I think it will be successful. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to this at a later date and I could laugh at you when you're wrong. Sure. And if I'm wrong, then I'll be like, oh, I guess people are weird. Here, here, here's what I wonder, and, and, and here's where I guess I will say it'll fail in line with you, is where does the monetation aspect of it come in? Oh, definitely. If you want to buy is yourself not... 20 minutes of sleep, you got to pay so the alarm goes off. <laughs> you got to pay for it to, to, to stop. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> No, what would be really cool, though, is, like, imagine, like, you have a hard time sleeping, right? And Mm -hmm. they give you, like, an ambient noise to put in the background, and it's just Jigglypuff singing. Maybe. Because what does Jigglypuff do? It uses the move singing and it puts you to sleep, right? Yeah. Maybe. Marketing? Let's go. It it might be in there already. You're you're saying it like it's, like, hey, deal, steal it, but it's probably already in there, you know? No, they're probably not that interested in it. But, uh, yeah. But I don't think there's anything more to go on about that, except for I think it's really funny and creepy at the same time. Yeah, I mean, when they first uh, dropped it, I think everybody was puzzled, like, 
what are you guys trying to do? And I, I, I think we and I think we still don't really know what they're trying to do. I know that our friends but, at Pixel Street were bashing it on their podcast and on their Discord. They're like, "Who people are so interested in this? I thought they canned this years ago." <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, um, it's Pokemon, man. You could do anything with Pokemon. But, what, uh, will they co- what will they come up with next? We're going to document your bowels? <laughs> How well are you taking this shit? Po- if you call Pokemon movement. Hey, if they really uh, want to tap into another market, they can make a ditto robot that can transform into anything you want. Ooh. There you go. But, there you uh, go. I mean, like like you brought up earlier, they got the brushing of teeth. I mean, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of potentials. A lot of bad potentials. <laughs> a lot of creepy ones, but there there may be some realistic ones in our future. <laughs> all, all right, right man. So, you want to wrap uh, it up? Uh, I can wrap it up. Uh, unfortunately, that was all the topics we had today. Like we did mention earlier, I felt like uh, we felt it was a. Uh, Slow and uh, small news week. Well, to be and... fair, we were also too engrossed in our oh, games. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah, very, very much uh, indulged in our gaming uh, habits. Uh, that is true. Yeah, because uh, Rankplay has me. Hogwarts had me. Bad times right now. Hoping next week we got uh, more um, better things to talk about, if I may say like that. Not that we don't like talking about Pokemon, because we love talking about Pokemon. But uh, it wasn't a very... Uh, large array of things to talk about so with that said uh please uh show us a comment or three on any of our platforms or all of them you know don't just post in one you know place something else or somewhere else too we'll be happy to see it we'll comment back uh share with your friends give us that follow give us the subs because um josh needs that new competitive controller oh yes so <laughs> so he he needs the manes. But no, uh, as always, we appreciate every time you listen to us, every time you give us that listen and view. And we will be back next week. So love y'all and peace. Deuces.